There you go. Okay. Now we're recording. Now we are recording. This is where everyone goes really quiet. Are you recording? (laughs) (laughs) Do do we have to start talking now? Just continue your casual conversation. Okay. Mm. Because, you know, we use these things for intros and comedic That means we have to be interesting, though. Oh, this is too hard. See? That's what happens. You press the record button and everyone goes silent. Uh, Well, maybe I could paint a picture for the listeners. We are sitting around um, three tables formed into a triangle, Mm -hmm. uh, surrounded by Commodore 64. Uh, I made it more of almost a rectangle or... It's kind of a, yeah. It's almost like a U-shape. That would it's probably like a, be better. Mm. It's almost like a C for Commodore 64. Ah, mm. I see what you did. I like that big collective inhale <laughs> and the shock. <gasps> it was meant to be. Blown our minds. Wow. Um, I'm going to change my stool because it also squeaks. squeaks. I have got a, there's another metallic school behind, school, stool behind um, Gauntlet over there. Um, oh, right, that Xevious looks like it's like, it's cruising for screen burn. Yeah, it's already oh, got screen burn. Check it Is out. Is it? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, that's devious. Yeah. Oh, damn. Turn it yeah, on. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't <laughs> joking. It's got all the screen burn. It's, uh, it's it came, it came like that, It sits right? there on the title screen. Yeah, because yeah, it's original. It's I bet like, Donkey Kong gets burned in too, does it? From, no, it was Donkey Kong screens rotating, so this has got credits in it. Shall I turn uh, this off? Is this going to be annoying for the podcast? No. Devious <laughs> sucks, dude. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> there you go. All right. Shall we record a podcast of some description? Okay. Welcome to Game System Podcast episode 64, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball and everything in between. It's Tuesday the 7th of July 2020 and my name is Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And uh, yeah, finally after much delay, we are doing our proper episode 64 after doing (laughs) 63 and a third before. Um, and this is where we decide the best Commodore 64 game of all time. No, no pressure or anything like that. Is, that. is that official? Like, once this is decided, that's it? Yes. This is the best. No yes. changing it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is setting it in stone. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Officially, without question, the factually accurate and irrefutable best game on the Commodore 64 (laughs) and to help provide this evidence-based and industry-recognized world-shattering conclusion we have two additional recognized experts on the panel Mm. we have Ben Campbell Ben Campbell Campbell I like the soup (laughs) Campbell's soup from 1989 arcade bar and Evan Weston from where are you from Evan from here. Down the road? Yeah, down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So, how are we? Good. 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 It's been a while. (laughs) It, uh, yeah. yeah. It's been a little while. Well, since we can be in the same room together. Yeah. 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 When was the last... 
John's just got up and Uh-oh. walked away. He's had enough. Uh oh. This is it. I think there's yes. some technical issues. I was about to mention you need to you need to love the mic. You need to love the mic. You need to love the mic. Alright. Pretend it's uh poison's breast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not not a poisonous breast. Well, I don't know. Depends how you swing, I guess. Um, so regulars of the podcast will know who Ben is. Hello there. Proprietor. Proprietor is Proprietor. the word. Of uh, 1989 Arcade Bar. Mm-hmm. But people wouldn't know who Evan is. Um, what Arcade Bar do you own, Evan? I don't own an Arcade Bar. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you own some pretty cool hardware, though. Oh, yeah. I guess I collect, collect yes. PCBs, play games. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um I'm definitely not running it as a business. It's a it's a hobby for me. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. You got Another a thousand gamer. PBMs. You got a Mister. <laughs> you got multi kits. Um, all sorts of stuff and world records here and there. But you know who's counting? Yeah, right. a couple. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I want to know though. How many do you actually still have? Oh, still I still yeah. have. Yeah. I don't know. Because do you count Twin Galaxies? Every time, every time <laughs> yeah. um, Evan will be in the bar or be in '89, I always say to people, "Hey, we've got the uh, Street Fighter Two world champion over there playing Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. And then Evan will turn around and go, "I'm good the fucking record anymore." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true." So I'll be like, true. "I need to keep up. I need to keep up." Hold on. So you still got Final Fight? Uh, I don't have Final Fight. Oh, no, the only Street one. Fighter one I've got. Oh, I think I've got Super Turbo. Still. Right, the hardest one. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. But but just to kind of just let people know, obviously, you know, Evan had done so many, uh, you know, world records. It's uh, it's hard to even know what I'm saying. Which ones have you still got? It's like you slapped down so many. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to sound like I was being negative about it. I'm just like you know, because when Evan steps down a world record, he gets chased after. Yeah, mm-hmm. for like people want yeah. to beat world records, so and it's not know. like my world record in air quotes that no one can see. Mm. Um, in uh, Dragon's Fury, mm. where it's you know just an easy score to get, really, just no one has bothered to do it. It's all um, well, I didn't want to say quite competitive games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, in the um, game, the system game of the months, Evans usually up there. One CCing or, you know, coming first. Except he's not winning the entire thing at the moment. But, you know, <laughs> again, who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? But hold on a second. So, hold on. Street Fighter 2, World Warrior. You, did you get that one? Street Fighter 2, World Warrior. Yeah, I think I had them all. Had all, them all? all the twos at one point. Okay. Yeah. And then AVP, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, on, a, on arcade hardware. So, on they, a, they've got tracks for MAME. They've got better scores. But Final Fight. Yeah, Gold Final Nets? Fight. Uh, yeah, Golden Axe on real hardware. Ah, oh, Golden Axe. Yeah. That's a yeah. Punisher game. Punisher. Hardware. Oof. I don't See. know. I like Capcom games. It's impressive. I like beat-em-ups. Mm. Fighting games. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, actually, so, you, are, you are the beat-em-up man. Yeah. As in, like, you don't beat up other people, but you no. like beat-em-up games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like, who knows? Well, uh, well, well, you know. With that beard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 so, the next one is Dungeons & Dragons, right? Um... Yeah, one well, more playing Shadow of Mistara mm. at some point. Um, I don't know. I've got a couple that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Awesome. Nice. So, yes, we are here to decide the best Commodore 64 game of all time. Um, 
Let's see. So, in a prior podcast, uh, in what seems like years ago now, because it was a very long time ago, myself, Ben, Evan, and Matt nominated two games each to be considered for the number one spot. John did not nominate games as he is a noob, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, And doesn't (laughs) understand the wonders of the Commodore 64. But maybe does now. But maybe does now. (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out. uh, But yeah, but he will be rating them with us, though. Uh, And, uh, you know, what could possibly go wrong from there? We'll see. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure or anything like that. But no, I think it's going to provide a really interesting perspective. Because we're all diehard Commodore 64 Mm. fans. John is new to the Commodore 64. Mm. So when we're sort of fanning out to these games... He's going to pop in and go, oh, you know what? This is kind of pretty janky. Mm. And some of them are pretty janky, <laughs> to be yeah, fair. true. Um, and the, all, the, the readers also contributed one game by voting in the Discord chat, um, making a total of nine games for consideration. Those games being, <clears throat> as I clear my throat, as you need to do sometimes. Do you need a drum roll? Uh, maybe. Actually, yes, because now I need to find um, where this list is. We can add it in post. Yeah, just put it in post. Don't look, Matt. What? Don't look at my notes. Okay, oh. You can look now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost spoilers. So, the people's vote on the Discord chat. They voted for C64 Anabolt. How do you say that? Cannabolt. It's Cannibal, but it's C64 Hannibal. Yeah, I mean, they stylized the name, but I don't know that you're expected to pronounce all that. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, let's say Cannibal from now on. Yeah. Okay. We are, we are agreed. Uh, ben Campbell, and this was all chosen by Snoopy Tennis, of course, when we spun it around and... Now, now, now that you bring it up, I don't want to interrupt, but... Oh, shit. Did you bring Snoopy Tennis? I did. Oh. Where is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it. Okay, okay, Christ is averted. Yeah. What's that? Snoopy tennis. That's Snoopy how we tennis. decide who goes first. Oh. We spin the Snoopy tennis and whoever's... Uh, On the Snoopy side. Yes. Is oh. the person who goes first. Don't oh. you remember, Ben? We did this. Did you? And you got chosen first. Really? When, yes. when was that? Wow. Uh, was it in 2019? So we're counting up from no. the bottom or we're counting... From the it balls. must have been close. We're we talking about our worst game or our best first. game. Yeah, worst worst. yeah, it was a while ago. Worst game. Yeah. Worst. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> so Ben Campbell went first. Snoopy okay. chose Ben Campbell, and he chose the last ninja. Evan Weston came up next with Turrican Two. Um, Matt chose IK Plus. I chose Archon. And Ben then chose Way of the Exploding Fist. Then Evan chose Last Ninja 3. Matt chose Whizball. And then I chose Last Ninja 2. So it's kind of the best martial arts game. The best the System Commodore 3 system. game. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's another way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. System 3. Lots of oh. ups. Mm. Wait, in my element. What is System 3? So System 3 is a developer and publisher who did all the Last Ninja games. Oh. And also did International Karate Plus, IK right. Plus. Indeed. So these guys basically dominated 
fair enough to say I think dominated the Commodore 64 in yeah. terms of just mm. quality games okay. if you want a whole extra podcast on System 3 guys just hit me up <laughs> <laughs> we may do wax, that wax, wax may lyrical do that. wax lyrical <laughs> yeah. so good yeah they made uh, some pretty amazing games pretty much the top tier as in graphics and sound not yeah. necessarily always gameplay but graphics no. and sound just absolutely incredible this yeah they're, they're kind of like aesthetic and music and you, you kind of yeah the quality you got from a system 3 game definitely yeah. especially in the 8-bit era for sure yeah yeah um definitely very good and even some of their ports are pretty good like the last ninja ports onto the spectrum and all that kind of stuff are quite mm. good but commodore 64 was sort of their yeah. main i'm gonna go on and i'm gonna stop because I always keep talking <laughs> about System 3, so I'm going to stop. All right. They're good. They're good. Yes. Yep. Yes, they are. Um, cool. Okay, so since that time of nominating those nine games with the Discord chat choosing C64 Anabolt, sorry, Cannibal, I've already forgotten. <laughs> um, since that time, we've all gone away, we've played them all. I, I say that with some kind of. Uh, Suspicion. Yeah. Oh. Played them all in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I knew we'd catch someone out. I own, a, I own a video game bar. I have no time to play video games. Oh, oh it's a great confusion. <laughs> but I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm very comfortable with what we're talking about, so it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, we've gone and played the games where we could. Um, yeah, and I think we're ready to rank them and decide the winner. Yeah. So we will go around the table. So this is how it works. We'll go around the table, each ranking the games from nine to one. The ninth being the ninth best and the first being the first best. A game that comes in at ninth for one person will get one point. A game that is ranked eighth by one person will get two points. All the way down to number one where the game will get nine points. After we've gone through all nine games from each person, we will tally the score and see which is the best game on the Commodore 64. It rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that's how it's going to work. And Snoopy Tennis, of course, is going to choose who's going to go first and crush someone's dreams. <laughs> Inevitably. Yeah. Because someone's going to love a game that someone's going to shit on. I know which one it's going to be. <laughs> um, oh my god. And the additional rule here is that if someone mentions a game, let's say someone, the person who goes first, choosing number nine, mentions a game that you also have at number nine, then you can reveal your number nine and then have a discussion about it rather than wait until it goes around. Mm-hmm. the table mm-hmm. yep. to the next to you and talk about your number nine it just saves time and also contributes to the collaborative atmosphere mm-hmm. absolutely indeed exciting I know uh, John you have Snoopy Tennis closest to you mm-hmm. why don't you spin that sucker <laughs> and uh, see who Snoopy chooses to go first try it's a li- little complicated try and do this without getting it off the table how does that work? Oh, getting it off the table. Without getting it off the table. I thought they're, you were going to say on the table. They're very thin tables. That would be very hard to do. Mm. That would be anti-gravity. You want me to... Oh. I would like you to spin it on the table. Okay, rather than We'll drop it. <laughs> oh, you dropped it anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's not worth John thing. It's just a game and watch. You know. It's clearly pointing at Evan. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Dun. So, Evan, you're... 
number nine, number nine, also known as your worst Commodore 64 game of all time. Actually, that's not how. No, it's not true. No, it's not the worst, but um, <laughs> it's hard to it, put someone last hard. in this list. Um, but I'm going to have to go with Way of the Exploding Fist. Ooh, what the Ooh. f? You've yeah. already hurt Ben in the Holy. field. Can I say shitballs? <laughs> you can say yeah. whatever you like. Oh. This is an adult podcast. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I just yeah, there's another game on the list that is very similar. And it's quite similar. I uh, I just found myself wanting to play that instead of this. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't like didn't like the controls. They weren't. Didn't feel very fluid. The static backgrounds sounds pretty good. Like the mm-hmm. music's pretty good in the the mm-hmm. digitized speech, but I think in every other like playability and um, visuals, I just think it's worse than the other one on the list. Uh, <laughs> the other one. The, is mm-hmm. there a secret about it? Yeah, no. can we say the names of the other games when we're talking about them, or is that something that's at a faux pas? Because we're talking about IK Plus. <laughs> that's the other oh, game. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, we know it's going to appear somewhere. We've both already mentioned IK very, Plus. Yeah, very similar, very similar so, fighting games. Yeah, yeah. So they're there. Yeah, they're almost. It's like you'd almost say this is probably a clone of mm. International Karate. Which one's the clone? That's clearly not. But is International Karate before? Mm. Exploding Fist. No, yeah, expl- yeah. no, because Exploding Fist, um, there was a, um, there was a, I think these guys, Melbourne House, sued um, System, three. System 3. I think it wasn't for, uh, inter- it was for the first International Karate, wasn't it? Not the IK Plus, or it was, was it? for another fighting mm. game they did, that they did. Basically, System 3 copied Way of the Exploding Fist. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, so it's the other way around. Right. Um, so, so this is actually. So this is why I. I'm not going to. So I'm buttoning. Sorry, but this is like technically and historically is more interesting than this. But yeah, I get mm. where. Well, let's say this, be honest though. Mm. They both ripped off uh, Karate Champ. Karate Champ, absolutely. They are both <laughs> Karate Champ ripoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay, I can jump in and say it's my number nine as well. Oh, what oh the fuck? God. <laughs> oh, okay. Friends are being destroyed oh. right now. <laughs> And I, without having known all that stuff, it yeah, it just felt like a poor man's IK plus. A poor man's mm. IK plus. My God. Even, even just kick them in the balls <laughs> instead. I grew up playing that one before I played IK plus, and yeah, yeah. No, mm. I get it. I get it. I'm going. I mean, <laughs> with, 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 we're yeah, just in Ben's bar. You know, he's going to get yeah, us that's out. Right. That's right. <laughs> without knowing anything about what came first or who did what. Yeah, it was just... When I, I played International Karate first, because I was more aware of that game, and learned how to play it, looked up all the... how to do the moves so that I could, you know, play the game. And um, then played Way of the Exploding Fist and was like... I was actually confused. H- having no experience with the Commodore 64, I was like, this is the same game? <laughs> Question mark? Uh... Mm. And there just seemed to be less moves and a bit more janky. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Ben's gone silent. Sorry. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I think it's it's true to to vote on these games on their merits of playability and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I just for I think that's where I might um, stumble a little bit because of um, 
yeah, I guess there's nostalgia reasons, but there's also knowing what came first and what paved the way mm. for yeah. something else. So obviously, international karate and international karate plus. I mean, karate plus um, undoubtedly improves on what international karate did, and is definitely. I mean, this game, international karate plus, was ported to so many other systems as well because it was yeah. such a popular fighting game. Um, way of exploding fists, though. If it wasn't for fists, then you wouldn't have a lot of these other games as well because fist really showed you what could be done in terms of a fighting game on the Commodore 64. Mm. Um, and it was the first of its kind, I think, on the Commodore 64. That wasn't a, sure. wasn't a like, Maybe Yaya Kung Fu was beforehand, but, but it's... that was in the arcades and, Yeah, you know. and it's not really a great game anyway. Yeah, so, so I think in terms of um, the technical marvel of this, and also, guys, it's a fucking Australian game. You're shitting uh, on an Australian go. game made in Australia. <laughs> That's what Australians do. You know we what I mean? We shit on like, each wow. other. Like, poor Greg Barnett well. <laughs> over in Melbourne. I hope he's keeping safe. <laughs> this guy, you know, he was a he was a bit of a trailblazer for all these sixteen bit game uh, these six eight bit games back in the day. Mm. And um, he's an fellow Australian. Mm. Get behind him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, having said what has been said, um, I actually really like the style of game. The it's very strategic for a fighting game, and all about positioning. I think mm. that's how fighting games should be. Yeah. I, I think, like, where you're speaking first, I think, is um, if you can land around a house and get them in the face. Mm-hmm. Also, the way the mechanics work in the game as well, it's all very much when you punch them in the gut, you have to aim for the gut. You can't mm. aim for, like... So there's those kind of mechanics within the game that do make it maybe feel stiffer than mm. other fighting games. But um, that's all intentional, mm. though. Mm. You know, I do have audio from... Because Greg, Greg Barnett did a... Um, chat here we did an evening with Greg Barnett here at the bar years ago before we kind of got the um, uh, people knowing that we were here so it wasn't a big a big night but we had about seven people turn up to hear him talk and he talks about making things like Wade the Explained Fist and he did the Discworld games all that kind of stuff so maybe I'll pull out the audio for that for you guys one yeah, day yeah that'd be cool can have a listen but um, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah a bit dirty that I missed that because um, that would have been amazing way back in 2017 when we were or babies would just you know become a bar and all that kind of stuff so mm. um, maybe we'll get him back get him back to another one That'd hey Greg cool. if you're listening <laughs> do you maybe he's a listener who knows do you want to come back when the borders <laughs> reopen maybe yeah. um, I hope not as long as he's not sick yeah exactly yeah. oh my gosh but um no I totally I get it though Wayne this funny I think that's the thing for me sorry to keep babbling on but like historically I quite like the um the history behind the game but you're right it should be voted on the merits of the game and it's it doesn't really hold up in terms of uh, something mm. as fluid as IK plus I think that's what the podcast is for babbling mm. on isn't it yeah, yeah. pretty much mm. yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never stick to time that's just how it happens Babylon mm. so I was forgetting to keep score but uh with Evan's pick for number nine as way of the exploding fist and with you John mm. choosing that also it's in the lead with two mm. points. Mm. Mm. There you go. Bum, bum, bum. I know. Uh, so it's me. Mm-hmm. If everyone's finished with exploding fists. Oh, one other little tip on this. Oh, one yes. Exploding fists. Sorry. You know the loading screen? If anybody played it on tape oh, yeah, when the loading yeah, screen yeah. comes up? Yeah. That's that sampled audio you hear. Yes. It's taken it's from awesome. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. So the scene when Bruce Lee kicks the guy which he does a lot of he kicks a lot of guys in that yeah, film but there's one particular <laughs> bit where there's a slow motion and he kicks the guy I think who kills his sister or something it's all done in slow motion it's a bit kind of like uh, big drawn yeah, out like yeah, yeah. and the guy goes yeah. 
um, <laughs> that's sampled and that's what comes up in the load screen which yeah. is really nice you've yeah. got that kind of nod to Bruce Lee and martial arts and everything yeah. in, in that's the game absolutely fantastic yeah mm. sorry it's a little bit trivia for you guys <laughs> cool um, okay so it's me Mm-hmm. My number nine is Cannibal. Whoa. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I'm not going to say it's a bad game, but uh, it's kind of kind of one-dimensional. Mm. I mean, it's an endless runner, right? And, and it's obviously the most modern game out of this entire list. But endless runner, as endless runners are you just endlessly run and press the fire button to jump. Mm. It's quite literally one-dimensional. Mm. Mm. I see what I mean, you're He's running yeah, yeah, along yeah, the yeah, line, yeah. really. Yeah. Mm. And they do an amazing job with it. The sound is fantastic. The music is fantastic. The graphics are amazing. Animation, all good. But once you've played it seven times, it's kind of hard to go on. <laughs> um... You know, it's not like you're progressing through a story. Mm. It's it's okay. I guess it's one of those games, it's all about the challenge, isn't it? You know, it's all about getting a high score. Yeah. Mm. And if you're not really competing to try and get a high score and there's nothing to push you any, like, going further, then there's not a lot of reason to play it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think it was fun when we played it that night. Um, when we did the the Sydney Classic Gaming Club, yep, um, and we had it as one of the games, and everyone was trying to reach you know the top score, yeah, um, and and that sort of goes to uh, why it is fun as as you're indicating there because mm. the reason why it got voted in as the Discord popular choice was because the people who came along to the SEGC really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, mm. So that's completely understandable. It's one of those games you can just sit down and press the button and enjoy. Mm. But sit there for hours at a time and enjoy. It doesn't have the depth <laughs> of what all these other games have. The, yeah. the, the yeah. people that came along or just the people? There was other people. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the people. Um, that was my number nine as well. Uh-huh. Ooh. So, oh, no. Yeah. I don't feel no. so bad now. I, yeah, I... For me, it wasn't because it's necessarily a bad game, but also because I just think it's too new mm-hmm. to be considered in this list. Oh, considering what the, considering what its neighbours are, like the rest of the games and their original games from the uh, heyday, the Commodore sixty four. I just feel like it just feels weird for it being there. So I'm like, nah, oh, nah. penalising because it's new. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and tell fibs. Um, no, it's all good. <laughs> but it's uh, it's good game. It's it's fun. But, um, yeah, I just can't. When you look at the games that we've got here, and there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of pushing the limits of the Commodore 64, I'm not saying this game doesn't, but mm. this is back in the day. These games were back in the day, played them when we were kids, mm-hmm. um, so it just feels like, yeah, sorry, yep. so I just regulated it down on my number nine. Yep, mm. yep, I'll agree with that, and I did. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, you're uh, up next. Now I stand Shit on here. someone else's game. I know, oh. and I feel bad because oh, actually, no one else is yeah, agreeing with me. No one else has said anything, <laughs> yeah. so uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. you're going to mention something to that people are going to get really upset about, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all ears. I wait for you to put the drink down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because number nine was... I put it down. Archon. Ooh. Ooh. 
Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I just didn't find it compelling enough to play, hmm. if you know what I mean. It's quite... Uh, doesn't look fancy either. Mm. No, it's pretty basic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It doesn't sound amazing. The graphics aren't amazing or anything like that. Yeah. I'm putting a one next to Archon. Just, yeah. just mm. so you know. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it sounds like it should be a good theme, I guess. But I, I just went through and I thought, oh, it's, it's fine if I don't understand, like, the whole thing. Yeah. But it seemed like it was more... No, I wouldn't say random, but uh, the st- I didn't get the strategy. I didn't see where mm. the strategy was going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how do things fit together? And, yeah, yeah. there's a bit of strategy and a bit of action. That's mm. kind of mm. the idea of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. With the weird shooting sections after the kind yeah. of weird mm. chess section. Mm. The yeah. weirdness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's fair enough. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 I won't hate you for it. Put it that way. All right. <laughs> It's all good. There was always going to be some broken hearts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have no broken heart. My heart was broken a long time ago. <laughs> I yep. looked at John when I said Your that. heart shall go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have two Way of the Exploding Fists. We have two Cannibalts and one Archon as number nines. Hmm. Mm. Mm. There's trends. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> so we're up to our number eight now, and it's back to Evan. Yeah. I'm gonna. I've, I'm gonna go with Cannibal. Oh, so, Cannibal's see. getting shat on. It's. It's not that it's bad. It's like like what you guys said. Like, it. It's a mobile phone game. Like, mm. you know, I may as well vote like Flappy Bird or something. Like, it's not. Mm. There's nothing Commodore 64 mm. about this game. Yeah. Mm. It's really fun and it's um, the Sid tune on it. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm. And um, when we played it at this, the, the Sydney Gaming Comp, like that, had heaps of fun that day. Mm. I'd still fire it up and play it every now and then, but at the end of the day, it's it's like a tech demo, right? It's like showing yeah. what you can, like a mobile phone game backported to Commodore 64. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like they did it just because yeah. they could. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, they did, it, they did it on everything, didn't they? They... They didn't just release it. I think they released Anabolt onto everything that they okay. could. Okay. I didn't know. Oh. Anabolt onto just about anything retro computer they could find. Hmm. Um, but they wouldn't have had the great Sid tune, though. The Sid no, tune's pretty true. great. The Sid tune is awesome. And, like, I, I like even the artistic direction, how they've gone with the... Um, they've gone with, the like, the black and white colour scheme. And yep. it just... Yeah, the, everything about it looks really cool. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm not saying hmm. it's a bad game, but... Mm. It's, it's where it is on my list. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it is on my list too. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. Is that the second time mm. you guys have agreed? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Trends. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I'm starting to. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's pretty much what what um, Ben said for me. Wait, did Ben say it or did you say it? I don't I've know. Someone said something. Yeah, I think it just doesn't have the depth that these other games have, and that's probably pretty much it. Like, I mean, from what I get of the C64, like other computers, the computer games, I think, Mm. tend to have more depth, and I like that. Um, 
So, yeah, so it's just not very highly ranked for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I like arcade games and I like simple games. But, yeah, I think as far as simple games go, it's it's great here for a Flash game, you know, for something you play in your browser for 10 yeah. minutes at a time. Um, but, um, yeah, not compelling enough when you have a library like this or any other library of games to play. There's a lot of other games I would play first. Yeah. Now, I think that's a good way to put it. And I think that articulates it better than what I did, um, both yourself and Evan. It's basically a mobile phone game mm. on a mm. Commodore 64. And it looks great. It sounds amazing. But it's a mobile phone game. Mm. You, you click the screen, many jumps. And that's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's not like it's going to... Going to... Um, yeah, set the world on fire. Although maybe it did for some of you. Uh, I look over at the other side of the table. As we wait for no- more number eights to be revealed. <laughs> I'm trying to um, secretly look at my list without other people seeing my screen. Okay. So uh, I think I'll use my phone whilst I'm that sneaky doing Matt. stuff on my... It's always looking at other people's screens. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm just trying to deflect... Um, okay, this will work. So my number eight. We're done with thingy? Yeah. Yep. Okay. My number eight is Whizball. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> what the F? Whoa. Um, I never really understood... Well, understood. I never really got the appeal of Whizball. Hmm. It's just... I don't know. My dad loved that game. Hmm. To the point where his, um, his nickname that he uses online on the internet to chat up, you know, young girls and stuff like that, <laughs> is Whizball. Well, now you know young ladies when you're uh, next online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avoid a man called Whizball. And not Whizball, Whizball... Because that's the cheat. If you type in whiz bore, oh, really? um, it in gives you invincibility. B O R E? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So he loved that game. He played it a lot on mm. Commodore 64. And, um, you know, I enjoyed watching him play it. And <laughs> I also finished the game myself um, by taking advantage of a. The whiz bore cheat? No. Okay. <laughs> that was a good. Uh, path to go down though. Mm. Um, they're taking advantage of, I, I think it's a bit of a developer um, oversight because oh. I don't know if anyone realised but if you go down to the bottom of the screen so your ball is in the the background ground graphics, mm. Mm. you're actually invincible. Oh, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. It tells yeah, you that on the, down. Oh really? Yeah, in the in you look at the attract mode. It tells. I'm pretty sure it says it there. Oh, yeah. you can go to ground to get away from yeah. the bullets. Yeah, yeah okay. And cheers. yeah, so you can get your cat, which is your like little option thingy. When you mm. think about, I don't know, mm. gradius or whatever. Um, and so you can get your cat up on the top side of the screen and kill all the dudes while you stay down the bottom and you're yeah. invincible basically. Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm going to say it's probably a technical reason for doing that, that they've just like, oh, yeah. we've made it a feature of the yeah, game. Yeah, mm. I think so as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I finished the game. I played it quite a bit. 
Um, my dad loved it, but I never really understood the appeal beyond that. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's kind of a cool... I don't know, it's got interesting effects, you know, when you die and you explode in those little, like, rainbow pixely things. Mm-hmm. That's all really cool. The bonus stage is really cool. But the game itself, yeah, yeah. doesn't do anything for me. Okay. It's mm. one of those round ball games, like Bounder and those kind of things. Mm. Bounder's a different gameplay, obviously, but... I actually like Bounder quite Bounder's a lot more. Bounder's great. Yeah, yeah Bounder's, Bounder's fantastic. I feel the same way you do about Whizball. Is it's it worth kind of actually um, talking a bit more about what the game actually is? But just in case people don't aren't familiar with the game. Is there, is there a description mm. on the back? No. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there were a lot of developers who'd played Gradius at mm. that time because there's a lot of games that got that option system. Mm. So yeah. Delta as well Ooh. has that. Yeah. So when you collect power ups, it, it sort of progresses down a ladder of um, options that you can choose. And when it gets to the one you want, you wiggle, and it selects that one, and you can collect that. Um, yeah. Ability, yeah. I think that mechanic was all the rage at about. I don't know, what a Gradius was like eighty three, and mm. this is like eighty five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a really hard game to describe. It's a side-scrolling left and right mm. shooter, but mm. at the same time, when you first start, you're a ball and you bounce, mm. and you can't control your left and right other than the direction that your ball is spinning so your mm. ball might be spinning to the left but you won't change direction until you hit the ground and mm. that ricochets you off the ground mm. to the left and then you can you know hard press to the right and do the same but then you get the first option which is is that anti-gravity the first mm. one you can control left and right ah yeah. that's right yeah so you can control left and right in the air and then the next one is anti-gravity so you can float you can control no down. yeah, yeah. And then at yeah. that point, the game becomes kind of normal. Yeah. Then yeah. it's normal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, a little bit hard to get into. So, like, my early memories of the game were not knowing that, not really like, bothering. To, I didn't have, like, the instructions and not reading it properly. Mm. And going, what is this game? <laughs> and then it, it's that moment when you accidentally activate one of the power-ups. Oh, go, yeah. oh yeah. wait. Mm-hmm. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it opens up the game from there. Mm. Yeah. And you've got to collect... Um, Basically, you've got to fill the world back with colour because it's black and white. Mm. And so you shoot the, the enemies. Some enemies drop colour droplets and you've got to collect the colour droplets to refill, mm. I don't know, whatever it is to recolour the world and then you go on to the next stage. Mm. It's a very really weird game. Kind of cool, but not for me. Mm. A lot of people the really love it. Cat. The Catalyte. Yeah. Yeah, that's the mm. one. You can get all sorts of things like um, left and right fire, um, yeah, a bunch of stuff. But, yeah, not for me. <laughs> but it's okay. <clears throat> mm. Matt, you're number eight. Okay, and, uh, I feel really bad about this now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. But I'm putting... Last Ninja 3. Um, oh, no, I don't really. feel too bad about don't that. Really? That's, okay. oh. That's fine. That's fine. I mean... <laughs> oh, telling. <laughs> I mean, we're, gonna, we're probably going to eventually get to like the way the controls are for Last Ninja, how they're a bit funny. Mm. Uh, a bit yeah. funny is kind. I but then, yeah. but then yeah. shit. <laughs> for some reason, the third one felt jankier than the rest. Mm. 
Yep. Is it that's right? I, yeah. I, third I one, agree. they kind of. It's almost like they were trying to overcompensate in the third one because each one is like you could arguably mm. improves on the last. Mm. Like Last Ninja's good. Last Ninja Two improves everything in it. And Last Ninja Three almost feels like they had to throw everything at it in yeah. terms yeah. of like visuals, mm. story, everything, and it's just too much. Yeah. yeah. The whole game is just like it's just you know, your eyes hurt playing it. So one you know? thing that didn't help is like, particularly when you compare the first game, is like all the paths are like these straight lines, where where in three there's more jagged bits and like stuff yep. to navigate around, and that probably doesn't help it. It's very confusing much. to yes. look at, confusing to play. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And the isometric, because that's the other thing about like the old eight-bit systems, like especially the old Spectrums, Commodore sixty-four, Amstrads, all that kind of stuff. Isometric games are so popular on these systems, so you don't mm. really see that many isometric games on consoles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But arguably, the last Ninja games are some of the best, I think, isometric games out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the overuse of graphics in the third game makes it harder to enjoy mm-hmm. and control-wise as well. And there's yeah. more enemies, and they're harder to defeat. I think there's in the third one, you yeah. can't use the Bushido. Yeah, they're heaps harder to beat. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. true. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's um, added yeah. an extra mechanic. It's uh, yeah. I think Last Ninja Three. If you're going to do a Last Ninja podcast, then Three would be the weakest of the uh, okay. of the, mm-hmm. the groups. Yeah. The Bushido mechanic. So the little dragon down the bottom. So uh, it increases. So you basically you get stronger if you fight guys using the same weapon that they do. Ah. And if you if you don't have the same weapon that they do, you fight them barehanded. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to beat the guardians at the end of each stage too. Um. So does that actually does that mechanic work in the Commodore sixty four version? Um, it works on the guardians. Okay. Yeah. So I was never really mean? sure. Does that you stronger? Because they'll it? smash or? you if you. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. they will. It's just I know they implemented that a lot better in the Amiga version. Hmm. But yeah, because the Commodore sixty four version is a little bit jankier. See, that's mm-hmm. the weird thing as well. It's like the Amiga versions got better mm. the later the games were. Yeah. The Commodore 64 yeah. games kind of didn't get as interesting the later the games were. It's kind of weird. Mm. Kind mm. Of right. I mean, as, as a kid, when I beat that, um, I, I skipped a lot of enemies. Yeah. That's one of the one things in that with the movement is um, the jump. Yeah, mm. that you outrun enemies a lot. Like, you can't outrun enemies in the, in the first two with the jump. But the jump... The jump's the fastest form of movement in yeah. that game. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Helps a lot for mm. skipping through the game and not fighting everyone. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I can give one more reason why it's down this low is because it's something that I don't know. Well, I know we've talked about, but I'm not sure on the podcast mm-hmm. is that, you know, the game loads up and it loads into the game without you like pressing a button uh, to yeah. start. There's a guy running at and there's a guy away. right there on the first screen. Mm. Yep, like ready to kill you. Yep, beating and the so shit if out you of weren't you. watching, this is going to take all of your lives away. Yeah, because you die and then respawn and then it just does the same thing again. The loading times don't help because yeah, you're waiting for the game to load. <laughs> yeah, you, you go, might away, go off yeah. and pick something up and then come back and then you're dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you got to load the whole game again. Yeah, well, most of it. And mm. it's yeah, the the loading times are annoying because when you do die. Uh, it goes all the way back to show a cutscene uh-huh. where you can put your your name in and all that sort yeah. of stuff, yeah. and then um, mm. choose continue, and then it needs to reload that level again. Mm. It takes ages. Yeah. No. So how long is the actual loading time for people that don't know? I don't know. Messenger. 
maybe 40 seconds no it'll be more than no that, like it? a minute or two yeah because the other great thing about the last ninja <laughs> games and all the commodore 64 games is load music but i think the last ninja games were interesting because each you'd have each level have its own yep. load screen and load music yeah and then each level will have its own music so you had like all this great sid chip soundtracks that came yeah. up the, for the mm. Last Ninjas because you'd have different because there was so much loading to do mm. in Last Ninja between each level so I think good minute or two between mm. each level so well, you can really enjoy maybe even two minutes I don't know doesn't seem that bad so I was I, expecting um, you to say like 20 minutes oh 20 minutes <laughs> Jesus no I mean take <laughs> yeah, you'd sleep. kill yourself waiting for that little thing to load but up isn't that wasn't that obviously it's not on tape it's uh, maybe on tape it's a lot longer. Well, it would be a lot well, longer. I this game on tape. Yeah, I play, yeah, I've got them all on tape. I think actually, yeah, probably on tape. Maybe a minute to two minutes per level. Uh, maybe it'd have a lot to be more than that on tape. Well, well, isn't that how it works? Because wouldn't you have to rewind the tape as well, or something like that? Oh I, yeah, God. Yeah, I think like how does it work? Oh, because I haven't. Yeah, fortunately, listeners, I have not played these games <laughs> recently. Um, uh, I think with a with a tape game. Do you have to reload the first levels, or do you just start on the level you died on again? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I never played Blast Ninja Three on tape. Yeah, I played them all on no, tape. I know a disc hmm. goes to the high score, and then it will load back. back, back. Put the disc first mm. disc in, and go back to stage one. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. New game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I played know. these all on on Mister, and I don't know if it helped, but I had the fast load, Epic's fast mm. load cartridge mm. like loaded every time, mm. so. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, faster. I, so. I, I, I think yeah. on tape it would start yeah. the level you died on with however many lives you started that level on. So, for instance, yeah. with the Last Ninja, that definitely did that on tape. So, if you that got did that through, on disc as well. Yeah, yeah. if you got yeah. through the level one and you had all your lives and you started level two, yeah, you had continues. You, had, you, did, yeah. you, didn't, you can do that forever. Yeah, yeah. so hmm. I think it's the same. Like, hmm. so you never had to sort of get rewind tapes or anything uh, like that. Last Ninja Three was different. Because it had uh, limited continues. Oh. I think you could continue, but like twice let's say, say if you got to the last stage with like one life, if you continued, you'd start at the start of the yeah, last stage right. with one life. Yeah, that's right. So you yeah. really wanted to preserve your lives early in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get all the one ups and definitely. Yeah. Last Ninja Three. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, Put a two bum. next to Last Ninja yeah. Three. Cool. Mm. Ben, we're up to you. What's your number eight? Number eight is Archon. Archon. Oh, everyone Archon. just shitting on me right now. Archon. Um, <laughs> Only two of us so far. I don't know. I think, I think for things that are already previously said about this game, um, just sort of a bit, bit basic, a bit simple, a bit too basic, a bit too simple. Hmm. Where with all the other neighbours of games and that were uh, neighbours of with games. Neighbours of games. I'm trying to come up with clever. <laughs> Clever words and I'm just saying oh, dumb stuff. Cool, it's, well, it's got, it. yeah, it's kind of like the, um, yeah, it's the weaker of the bunch. There's so many good games here. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then yeah, we like you said chess and then shooting and then chess again. I know. Bob's gonna be very simple about it. <laughs> My graphics are kind of okay, but again, the Commodore 64 is capable of so much more. And yeah. I think that's why it's so low on the list. I've not got a lot to say about this game. No, it's yeah. very nice. mm. It was a it's, originally it's, an Atari XE game, oh, I think. Oh, okay. And I've mm. never played it on Atari XE, but I just know it doesn't have the cool uh, intro tune. I guess we've got to wait until we hear why you like it later on. Huh? Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe I, I don't want to skip to that. I mean, Ooh. who knows? Well, you voted for it, so I'm presuming it's not going to be low on your list. Yeah. Oh, we're going to change this. Oh, hello. Spoilers. 
never know mm. until you know. Yeah. Um, just looking at points right now. I need to make sure I'm recording everything. Two, four, six. One, two, three, four. four. Yep, that's right. <laughs> four. That's also right. I can do math. Okay. Yep. I'm trying not to screen look. No, you can look now because I'm using my phone to look at my list. Okay. Yeah. Actually, no, you shouldn't look at this because then you can see what's leading. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we agreed. Evan, your number seven. I'm layered upon us. Archer as well. Is it seven or eight? Well, I'm sorry. So seven. Just now seven. Oh, of course. Go back to sorry. I'll wake up now. Sorry, guys. That's all right. So, like, I I never played this back in the day, so I've had to try and learn how it works. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I'm not, I don't think it's a bad game. I think um, just there's a big list of great games after this. Um, but I quite like it. I think, like, had I got into it, it's, um, I kind of like the idea that it's, like, it's got kind of chess but there's the two different ways to win by like taking the power points or annihilating the other guys I like how the board changes and so you, you know the dark or the light more powerful and different blocks and mm-hmm. um, I thought that the AI in the in the shooting sections was a bit like dodgy it's pretty rubbish yeah, yeah I figured like some matchups that were pretty should be pretty unfavoured like you could yeah, you could cheese you could it. Cheese them. Yeah. yeah, we like yeah. a good bit of cheese. So I think it probably would have been better, <laughs> like you played it with like a you know brother or sister or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you both were into it, you'd probably be pretty good. Mm. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I don't know. It was. It, it took a while for me to get my head around what was going on. Mm. But I can sort of see, like in 1983, like it plays a bit like. Was it 1983? Wow. I think so. Mm, that's yeah. an old... Like, very old. You know, it, it plays a lot like tabletop games I play like now, like mm. you know, trying to mm. win by scenario or trying to win by... You know, you like... Different players are going to pick different ways to try and win and mm. like I like that it's not static. There's other stuff going on and there's there's like stuff that can influence the, the colour change too, right? Yeah. There's particular characters that can roll it back and... Yeah, you it's, can cast spells to roll it back and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the time, for 1983, it's pretty good. I wonder if it mm. works. I mean, it, I guess it doesn't really work as a board game because it's got that shoot 'em up part. Yeah, that's right. That you need to have, but yeah, not not a bad game. I don't mm. think. I just mm-hmm. you know, there's like six games left that are <laughs> six really, games really left that are better. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All good. All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, your number seven. My number seven is uh, Whizball. Whizball. Uh-huh. Don't yep. you whiz on the electric ball? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that would be unpleasant. Yeah, I think this was a game that was like, as someone that's like coming fresh, I suppose, I guess it's no different whether you know the Commodore 64 or not but it was really weird to begin with yeah and it's a weird it took game. me ages to get the hang of moving the ball around and even then yeah I, I didn't get to a point where I had any of the power-ups that changed the way the game is played hmm. 
I was just like, what the fuck is with this game? <laughs> and so I'm into play it. So I look it up on YouTube yeah. and I realize, oh, it's like, that's not even really how most of the game is. I'm like missing out on an entire thing. Um, but just couldn't bring myself to go back to it really yeah. to try and slog through to get to hmm. whatever it was that I needed to do. Because hmm. yeah. when, you, when you're like the nine-year-old kid, with with this game, you did not have YouTube yeah. <laughs> to figure out how the game works. Really. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you would have at least had the manual, maybe, unless you copied that floppy. Yeah. Which you probably mm. did. Um, it's actually quite a hard game to get hold of the original right. copy. Mm. Okay. So uh, I think most people copied that floppy. Yeah. Yeah. Copied that floppy. Mm. But hold on, there's a cassette tape version of it here. Are you saying this is hard to get hold of? Yes, even the cassette version is hard to get hold of. This might have to come over me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get a disc version, but those are really expensive. Yes. Commodore 64, so on a side note, Commodore 64 games I've noticed are bloody expensive in Australia. Yeah. Like, back home, because I'm from the UK, folks. Hmm. I don't know if you notice my accent's all over nah, the place. But, um, <laughs> uh, so much Commodore 64 stuff, hmm. not going for a lot of cash mm. but here just like wow yeah mega money mm -hmm. like you want to collect commodore 64 stuff it's a whole other level mm. it's almost like collecting neo geo it's mm. kind of well not but it's, it's the, up there in the hundreds it's up there sure. yeah like yeah. for some like you know cassette i mean uh, yeah ridiculous yeah i tried to prior to this website uh, this this podcast sorry guys another tangent i tried <laughs> to look for some good like australian commodore 64 groups to join because I'm like you know I'd like to collect some more games to the C64 I've got the ones that I like but it'd be great to get some more mm. and there's no great Commodore 64 mm. like Facebook groups or groups out there that really mm. focus on it and the one that I found that I thought was good <laughs> that I started filling out the um, you know when you join up for various <laughs> Facebook groups they ask you questions oh, and yeah. stuff an I started filling it out and I realised that it was for Commodore the car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't for a Commodore 64 group. That'd be so. a little bit different. Talk, yeah. There's an Amiga Club. Is there an Amiga they, they Club? They do a lot of yeah, Commodore 64 stuff in there. Once a month in Sydney. But I mean like just like they, Facebook groups. into Commodore uh, Okay, so, so just general, the Commodore yeah, whatever. Is there a Commodore Sydney 64, one? Like, Commodore 64, Omega, yeah. Amiga. Oh, really? This one, I'm, oh. I'm in it. Because like, but I mean so, like. There's a, there's a big Melbourne like one. Yeah. A Facebook. Yeah group where like trade trade and sell as well like you know mm. but I couldn't find anything that was that decent mm. it's funny as a kid we had Commodore Club oh. where we'd meet up and they had like a lending library and borrow mm. the games for the month borrow mm. games mm. copy the cassette tapes uh -huh. we used to have the dual yeah, uh, the dual cassette <laughs> stereos yeah. Yeah. I was you know. always a little bit bitter because I'd be the one idiot that'd go out and actually like buying original games and yeah. having the original games and all my friends would be like oh can I copy that yeah I've got a 120 minute cassette <laughs> tape here I just write down the time yep. codes yep. and yep. away you go and yeah. you know I don't want to be that that asshole that just goes no I, I bought this game for $40 or whatever and so everyone would copy off me and you know, I'd but buy the original. Do you still have all those games? I do. So therefore you are winning today. That's true. There so you go. It's Revenge. Yeah, exactly. 40 it's, years later, it's 40 come, years. You know, <laughs> 30 years later. It's come around. It's all good. It's good you stood your ground and now you're victorious. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, just, I interjected there. So look, if anybody does know a really good kind of Commodore 64 Facebook marketplace or something like that, can they just... Let us know. Can I just mm. borrow this airspace of yours to see if we can, <laughs> we can, somebody can go, hey, join this group. Um, mm. Because eBay prices and all that kind of stuff are fucked. Yeah. 
Yeah, they are. And I've never seen anybody sell any Commodore 64 stuff at any of the markets we do here. We've done like six Mm. retro game markets, never... You never see them for sale at retro game stores or anything like that. I mean, there's one exception where Eddie's Retro up in Brisbane had a bunch of Commodore 64 Mm. stuff when Mm. we went up there for BPAC, and I basically bought everything. (laughs) So he he doesn't have anything left now. Mm. But that's one of the exceptions, because you just never see them. Yeah. In stores, I mean, even when you go, yeah, Gumtree and stuff is mm. still expensive. Like it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was that you? Yeah. Sorry, John. Right. So is it me now? Yeah. Okay. My number seven is Way of the Exploding Fist. Uh-huh. Way of the Exploding Fist is getting fisted tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least so it's not exploding. And you can, <laughs> <laughs> well. can add a num- another number there because I'll also exploding Ooh, fist that seven. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> Okay, I was going to say something really inflammatory, but I don't mean it, mean it as mean as it sounds. <laughs> but so I'll say it anyway. <laughs> the best thing about Way of the Exploding Fist is that sound effect in the intro. Oh. <laughs> that that uh, <laughs> Enter the Dragon sound effect sampled speech is just amazing. Whenever you load it up on the Commodore 64 and that just blares out of the speakers when it's loading, fantastic. The game is also great. Um, but it's not a patch on IK+. Plus. Mm. Now, if we were doing International Karate vs. Way of the Exploding Fist, that might be a different story. Really? Mm-hmm. But IK+, Plus, I think, is just a better fighting it's game. It's very polished, yeah. Yeah, and it's got that third fighter, so it sort of throws in that little, you know, thing that makes it a little bit more interesting. You can do the scissor kick and... Huh take out two dudes at once which rarely happens but when it does it just blows your mind you can make their, you can make their um, trousers fall down yes I was enjoying stuff. like punching people in the back of the head yeah. <laughs> and then you played IK plus <laughs> anyway um, yeah so Way of the Exploding Fist is cool uh, but yeah I, d- I just don't think it's as good as IK plus on this list it's mm. a fair comment um you know what I do like, though, is Fist 2. Yeah. The, is it the legend that continues or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah which is The more music of a, in that is amazing. See, I've got that as well. I should Actually, did I get Greg? I think I got him to sign that as well when he came in. All right. But yeah, that's um, that's an interesting game. Yeah, it's actually, that's, that's a scrolling... Scrolling brawler, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, you scroll and then you meet a dude and then it turns into a one-on-one fighter and then you beat him and then you keep scrolling and you... It, it's kind of like a normal platformer adventure game, except you fight dudes on the way. Yeah, it's yeah. very moody. Oh yeah, 
Like that the music, super atmospheric. Very, yeah, very moody game. Very a weird sequel. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like a sequel. It feels like something completely different. Yeah, it's kind of mm. when Barbarian went to Barbarian Two, mm. and that became a scrolling. Fuck is Barbarian not on this list? Barbarian <laughs> should have been on this list. <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah. we're, we're going to have a thing at the end. We've got yeah, three yeah, honorable right? mentions. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Way of the Exploding Fist is cool, and like I said, I don't mean to make it sound as bad as it sounds, but that intro theme is incredible. I love it's it. It's good. Yeah, it's really really cool. So the thing I add is um, the I guess the fluidity is the kind of the problem I had. Hmm. I sort of touched on already. It's not just that the well, well I mean it's a, the karate style tournament. I guess hmm. you 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 get a hit and you the point and then it resets oh i see yeah but yeah. also it's also the way the moves come out it seems a bit mm. stuttery i guess and, and yeah there's mm. there's purpose to the animation mm. and i didn't realize this until i i think i heard this i can't remember what podcast i heard it on but they were talking about pete Hahn getting the world record on karate champ huh. and what he does to manipulate the AI later on the game is using that mechanic where you're kind of like in way of the exploding fist and IK plus it's very pur- purposeful when you're doing a move so that when you're doing a kick you don't just press a button and instantly a kick comes out there's like a whole bunch of animations mm. and if you're not holding that movement or button press for a certain amount of time then it just retracts it doesn't mm. actually kick mm. um, and so he uses that to fake a kick then the AI will go, okay, he's kicking and then go for a punch and then he might go for a sweep or something like that. And that's what uh, Way of the Exploding Fist and IK Plus does as well, is have that very purposeful animation where you can fake a move hmm. for the purposes of retracting it and then doing something else. Okay. I think that's really, really cool. And I didn't realise that until, yeah, that in, in that podcast they talked about Pete Hahn doing that record and that was his sort of high level way to manipulate the AI so that's really really cool okay advanced features yeah yeah so it's not like it's that's jank it's actually how it's meant to be okay well I, I see yeah, your I, I, uh, I mean, eyebrow raised the comparison yeah? like it's it's more like international karate in the, the setup but yeah like it, it doesn't play that way hmm sorry I made a noise into my <laughs> beer glass <laughs> yeah so there you go way of the exploding fist you also have chosen as number seven mm-hmm. and that means everyone has chosen way of the exploding fists oh no in the later game except for our friend over the there guy, the guy who suggested it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still like it then uh yeah well again like there's, there's a lot of good games on this list so it's a bit like Ooh. uh do you want to hear my number seven Please. Whizball. Oh, the old Whizball. So I should have said that, I think, when John... This was, is, that, is this John 7? Or is this mm. John... It was, yeah. Sorry, so I should, I should have said that early on. For pretty much all the same reasons that um, everybody else has already said about Whizball. It's, um, it is a classic. It's a classic Commodore 64 game, but it's just... I never got it when I was a kid. I don't get it now. Mm. Um, and it's just weird sort of games like this on the Commodore 64 which have been quite I mean like Paradroid yeah is like going to be like the best Commodore 64 yeah, game I never really got that game either never really got it like no. I'm not saying no. these are all visually they all have a kind of shared sort of thing they sort of you know mm. 
sort of loosely, I guess. So there's like these games that I kind of bunch together like that, and yep. Wizball's up there. Just games that I don't get really. Yeah. So that's my ignorance. It's number seven. In your face, Wizball. Yeah. Wizball <laughs> in your face. All right, we're breezing through. This is fantastic. Is it? Considering we usually <laughs> take far too long, um, and I have to do far too much editing. This is great. Evan, we're up to number six. Give us your six. Uh, Whizball. Oh, uh, Wheel. Whizball. Yeah. So, I, I like this game. Um, I, I knew how to play it back in the day. Um, remember we had this on cassette and it came in a bundle with Head Over Heels and some other ocean uh, games. Yeah, I, remember, yeah, I, probably I had that. This, yeah. I can't yeah. remember what the rest of the games in the bundle were and I can't find it hmm. anywhere. But, yeah. Um... Look, I don't, don't think it's a bad game. I like, I, I used to, I don't know, I'd, I'd never finished it, but I got pretty far hmm. when I was a kid. I just, um, I think there's better shooters on the Commodore 64. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Um, yeah. You just right. mentioned Paradroid. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd rate Paradroid right up there. Like, yeah. I love that game. Yeah, yeah right. Um, you know, there, there's, um, but uh, yeah, like we, we said Gradius before. I think like a lot of developers around this time had played Gradius and were trying to work that. Mm. that mechanic into their games because yeah Delta did it um, mm. uh, there's another game I loved back then called Iridium so oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that's, I remember that's that probably one. my favourite yeah, shooter that's on the great. system but yep. it's, this is pretty cool it's pretty unique like you'd probably say this is a like a uniquely Commodore 64 game absolutely mm. like you don't this is, this is one of the games that you play to get a, a Commodore 64 experience yep um that's a yeah. That's yeah, things a like really Mission good Impossible way to put it. and Whizball and yeah. They, they're the kind of you know they're iconically Commodore sixty four gameplay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Whizball. Mm. Cool. I th- yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. Actually. Uh, mm. John, your number six. Um, my number six is Archon. Archon. I think we're done with Archon, except for me. You <laughs> assholes. <laughs> um, I actually, I, I really liked it. Uh, I really enjoyed the mix of strategy and action, as we talked about. Um, once I kind of figured out how to play, I don't think I fully like. I mean, I didn't. I never won a game, um, hmm. so I didn't fully like. I didn't immerse myself as much as he probably would, you know, have back in the day or, hmm. you know, because I'm trying to play like nine Commodore 64 games. Yeah. <laughs> um, and figuring out how to get him to load in the yeah. first place is half the battle. Yeah. But I, I really like the idea that it's kind of like a chess game, but then if you're good at action gameplay, you can kind of claw back maybe some shortcomings you might have in terms Mm. of strategy Mm -hmm. um i always like that idea or or if you master the strategy it makes the action part easier you have an advantage Mm. um and i i actually enjoyed playing some of those action elements um Mm. with the different types of characters uh yeah and yeah i think two player you know against another human yeah that'd be, be a different a lot experience of fun. yeah yeah 
yeah so yeah i liked it it's good i didn't really think too much about the graphics or anything because there's not much yeah. going on mm. well yeah i guess i mean it's i pretty much expect that kind of thing um mm. not being too familiar with what the commodore 64 can do overall yeah. i suppose um i think so the most impressive graphical thing that it does is when the phoenix explodes Mm-hmm. That's about it. So, yeah, otherwise it's pretty monochrome-ish. <laughs> but, mm. yeah. Cool. Mm. Mm. Shall we go on to me? Mm-hmm. My number six is IK+. Plus. Whoa. Ooh. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is this controversial? Um, I love IK+. Plus. I think it's an amazing game. It's just one under Way of the Exploding Fist on my list. So there you go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. No. You mean one above? Yes, mm. correct. Because I've already said Way of the Exploding mm. Fist prior to IK+. Plus. Mm. Um, no, I love IK+. Plus. It's an amazing game and uh, it absolutely deserves the spot that it's got in my top games um one of the best fighting games of all time really i mean it's never ending playable basically and one of those Mm. games also that's just a whole lot of fun to load up in my game room which i often do and let it sit there playing um the track screen because you know the dudes are fighting and it's got that awesome tune playing uh sure that you know there's not any sort of background transitions or anything like that because it's always the same thing but it looks beautiful you know there's the water sort of moving about you get the little secret things in the background like a dolphin will jump out of the water or a worm or caterpillar will crawl up the idly statuey thing and can you interact with those things no no they're just background stuff Um, there's a whole bunch of things that go on in the background and it's really really cool um, and yeah I absolutely love playing this particularly IK Plus Gold because you can get an IK Plus Gold version which integrates a third player and you, you get the three um, convertery thingy so you can plug in three joysticks into the Commodore 64 and three people can play ooh that's cool yeah that's endlessly fun ooh. It's absolutely incredible. Loads and loads of fun and hilarious. Mm. Um, So the game is amazing. Uh, You know, me putting it at number six is no sort of detraction from what an amazing game it is. It's just that there's five other games that I think are even better. So, Mm. yeah, IK Plus is awesome. Speaking of... Oops, sorry. Speaking of the controls in on the Commodore 64, uh-huh. um, is there a reason why they didn't use other keys on the keyboard in a lot of these games? They pretty much seem to stick to like the numpad to control the games. They're all joystick. So right. basically you have the eight-way movement and the fire button. Mm. That's it. Mm. So if you're playing on emulator without a joystick, then yeah, it would just be those keys and that's it. Mm. Um, space and the F keys. Sorry? Space and the F keys. You yeah. Just have yeah. them handy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And if you played like um, 
uh, flight simulators and stuff like that, they'd use the entire keyboard. Mm. But action games, it'd just be the eight-way and fire, spacebar. Just seems weird to. I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, because you would be using the joystick most of the time to play. But if you're playing a game like Last Ninja or something, you know, um, you could have had one different key for all the different attacks. Hmm. Um, I just wonder why they didn't really explore that, but I guess they were just focusing on making it play with a joystick. Yeah. Yeah. So like the last ninja, when you do the, so you use the spacebar to go through with different weapons, mm. and then say you've got the bow staff or the um, katana, you would actually keep your finger on the fire button, I think, and then push mm-hmm. in the direction. That right. you want to do the attack, so you mm, push yeah. up to do like a stab attack. Mm. Yeah. Then you push down to do like a strike attack and things like that. Mm. So a yeah. lot of the games were built around the one button, mm. eight-way joystick sort of thing. So mm. yeah, yeah. I think um, that was a really interesting thing when you played platform games. When you went from Commodore sixty-four to like playing on like a NES or a Mega Drive or something, where suddenly jump is fire. Mm. Commodore yeah. sixty-four jump is up on the joystick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know, was always terrible. Yeah, which is yeah. always hard. So you play something like Torek and you're like doing this. Trying to jump over and shoot at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And then press spacebar to do big kind of like moves and then push down and press spacebar. Yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of that kind of stuff, you know. Which is annoying because if you weren't sitting next to your Commodore 64 when you're playing those kind of games, it was kind of hard to get yeah. some of those extra sort of moves in and stuff. But yeah. Um, it's, yeah. A, it's a damn good point though. Mm. The, you know, they could have mm. utilised... You know, they could have kept with the joystick movement and stuff, but then if you want to alternatively play on keyboard, you could have had all that range of buttons mm, to, true. Mm. to sort of broaden that out a bit. Mm. So I think, I think that's a really good point, and that's something that someone coming in fresh who's not familiar with the platform, mm. that's the perception mm. that could be... Mm. Um, there's, there's probably producer. a more modern thing going on there, because like, you would get games today on PC the mouse and keyboard where it's yep. like this controller but you got the other hand on the keyboard all the time yep. mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. which gives you all that all those options but this, yep. I guess it's not wasn't a done thing back then mm. no no mm. I wonder if I, I'm really speculating here but I can actually see if you think about you know back at that in that time the kind of marketing and like the social landscape of understanding what gaming is maybe the joystick was just a representation of what was exciting about gaming yep. and so that's why it always centered around the joystick mm-hmm. and they just made the games because that way because of that yeah um, yep. you know yeah I think so mm-hmm. for sure like the golden joystick that you can win. Was it Games Master that had the golden joystick? <laughs> CBG, I thought. Was it? Uh, well, what do you used to win in Games Master? Do you guys have Games Master over here? Yeah, I remember yeah. it. They had like all the different sort of um, hosts and stuff, and Patrick, oh, what was his face, yes. who played the Games Master. Hmm. Uh, or maybe hmm. it was. Um, oh, shit. Come on, brain. Catch up with your mouth. Was it, bad, was it Bad Influence? That was another good show back in the UK. Oh, I don't know that, that one. Thing. That was good, yeah. Mm. That was a good name for a kid's show about video games as well, Bad Influence. I would say so. Fun, yeah. Parents wouldn't like you watching that. Well, yeah, that's true. That's mm. why it's like good. Yeah, it's I fun. know. It's yeah. Bad Influence. It's a Bad Influence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your number six, Matt. Are we up We're to up you? To me? Did you? Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I chose IK Plus, right? Yeah. Yep. Was, that was me? Okay. Yep. So you, six. I unfortunately have to put Last Ninja 2. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. 
But why number two? Why number two? Tell why us now. Because it should please. be better. I think, it, it, I mean, it, in a way, in a lot of ways, it's improving the first one where screen, uh, it, like, in the first game, a lot of the screens look the same, so you kind of get lost. For me, it's easy to get lost. Hmm. And this, and Last Ninja 2, yeah, more variation in all the backgrounds, so you can kind of find your way easier or remember where you're going. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God. The controls killed me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, trying to pick up items. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They all bend down. They all yeah. push back, push down, press fire. Hold so fire. Hold fire, push down. Diagonal, yeah. down, left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. So, anyway, I mean, and, uh, I mean, enemies respawning, like getting up off the uh, ground yeah. on the annoying. same screen didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly this point where, um, I mean, I'm reading a walkthrough to do this because I didn't play this one, like, back in the day hmm. um, so I'm following a walkthrough like to try to progress through the game and it's telling me in this little house there's an item to pick up and I go into this hut mm-hmm. you can't see what you're doing no yeah. I know exactly apparently what you're talking about apparently there's an item there but I can't yep. yeah, um, you gotta, you gotta, I spend yeah. like 10 yeah, years yeah, yeah. trying to get and, this and thing. you know what the problem with that is <laughs> is that because you're inside something and because of the you know the the graphical limitations of the Commodore 64 it it lags when you're in there uh-huh. so you can't just do the usual hold fire press down left or whatever it is to pick it up you need to hold fire and hold down left uh-huh. so that the guy actually does his whole bend down pick uh-huh. it up because it takes a lot longer right yeah so that's mm. it's annoying yeah I kind of got mm. stuck there and then turned the game off oh <laughs> <laughs> well, fair uh-huh. Yeah. That's interesting. You take that for granted, don't you? Because like I knew, yeah. I knew that from being a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. Now you say it, it's like oh yeah. Like how do I know the nunchuck was in that girl's toilet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how did you know? How did you know? Like, yeah, well, um, being I know before. now. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Last Ninja Two, number six. Ooh, Ooh. that's exciting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Mm. Mm. Did you have anything else to say about it? What about uh, the music? Come on. Matt Gray's soundtrack's uh, so good. Yo, is the music better than the first one? I don't know. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean... They're very different. It, yeah. They're oh, very yeah. different. Mm. Like, the first one and second one. Yeah. All three of them are different. Mm. different. Yeah, but we're, yeah. Yeah. First and third one are a little bit more similar, yeah. but I still think all three of them are very different. Probably, mm. I, I suspect it's the theme that they were trying to match with the music a little more. Mm. It's yeah. more, it's urban. Yeah, at least starts that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First one's all federal Japan, Chinese, um, Japanese style music, and mm. then yeah, the second game's all like more contemporary. Mm. Uh, third game is just a mess. <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> and yet you haven't said it yet. Dun 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 dun. Ah, uh, speaking of, why don't you go with your number six? Ah, uh, it's the number six. is Last Ninja Three. Oh, <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> I seem to have had a heads up somewhere. Um, again, like I, I know, I sound like I'm really dumping on this game, but for all its technical marvels, because technically it is a marvel in the Commodore 64, when you think about it, um, it does look amazing. It does sound amazing. It just, it's just too much. It's just they threw too much at this game, and they forgot what makes a Last Ninja game great, which is this 
kind of atmosphere that they grab they had for the first game. This amazing kind of like lightning in a bottle they captured for the first game when you you really do feel like you're in Japan and you feel like you're in this kind of world. It feels very grounded and real. In the second game, they just kind of up the ante in terms of like just how exciting it was and how great it looked and how good mm-hmm. the music was and how shonky the story was very 80s style <laughs> very story 80s. like ninja you know new sending york, a ninja I mean. to new york through some kind of timey-wimey story yep. and then the third game just <laughs> felt lazy i guess in terms of what they were trying to do with the story hmm. even though they were just trying to up themselves in terms of like making it bigger and better but really that's kind of why, why it falls flat on its face i think it's just a mess of a game hmm. i just can't get into it i just i try to get into it like i own all these games the last ninja games mm-hmm. and i've tried so many times to get into the last ninja three and every time i'm just put off it's just too much it's just mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. it's just and it's not that john twitty didn't code this one they got a new coder in yeah um, it sort the, of shows and it shows um, because they obviously were trying again they're just trying to up the ante they're trying yeah. to outdo John Twitty and go we can do a better job and, oh you can't yeah um, <laughs> and also I can't forgotten the name of the composer but it was a different composer it wasn't that great it was Rain oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah that's it yep yep who did the music for this one and the music just doesn't again it just feels very sort of messy it doesn't really have any like I can't tell you any themes from the third one I mm. can't whistle you a single tune from the third game hmm. but I could whistle you the entire soundtrack of the first game and the entire soundtrack and of the second game okay you asked for it you're going to get it um, so yeah I mean like again it's a technical marvel but it's just not um, you know it's just it's the way it's and it, I sound like I'm really hating it I don't hate it it's just that's why it's number six it just is mm-hmm. the weaker of the last ninja games and there's other games here that are better like everybody's um, <laughs> said before um, cool I think yeah. you've discovered oh, the cool. curse of the our podcast game rankings it's hard. you always feel like you have mm-hmm. to you yeah. have to justify why yeah you've yeah. ranked something somewhere and, and it's so not often <laughs> we say oh it's not a bad game yeah, it's, it's just there a better game yes yeah, it's, it's a hard list I think I had one other tip bit about Last Ninja 3 to share but I can't remember what it was mm. so if I remember it I will maybe you'll remember it when someone else is talking about Last Ninja yeah, 3 possibly mm. 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 so we're up to number 5 um, as an aside, as an aside, I posted a picture, a screenshot of when Evan was playing the Last Ninja on the projector. Uh huh. And here in nineteen eighty nine on Instagram. Arcade. Yep. In nineteen eighty nine arcade, and asked if people knew what it was, and someone said it's the Last Ninja. I'm like, yes. We're not just talking about the last ninja. We're talking about the nine best Commodore games, indeed, as voted by us. Yes. But strangely enough, all three last ninja games are in that line. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then he went on to say, "I had that game on C64. I loved it. Would you know where I can find it again?" There you go. <laughs> see? The internet. We have a copy right here, actually. I'm sure Mark will sell it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, <for sale. laughs> it's, got, it's just got all the bits in it. You know. Yeah, you know. The Ninja Star. The Ninja Star. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, You've gosh. got a bunch of copies of The Last Ninja, Mark. I do have a bunch of copies. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you got those on eBay, mixed uh, places? Multiple places. Mm. 
I've got my original copy. I've got copies I've picked up along the way. Yeah, I've got a number of copies. Mm. Mm. We, yeah, you could spend a whole podcast talking about how many copies <laughs> and what variations I have on The Last Ninja. That's the other thing on Last Ninja. There's so many variations of this yeah. game. Yeah. Mm. Remix isn't in this list quite rightly so. Mm-hmm. And for <laughs> that would have been one too far. Yeah, for listeners yeah. at home, the Remix <laughs> was a release, a re-release that System 3 did of Last Ninja 2 with air, kind of like quotes, updated and improved graphics and music. Mm. All they did was mm. change like the front graphic over the top of yeah. the uh, ninja face and they got Rain what's his surname? Rain Overhand to redo to do the music. Matt Gray's amazing soundtrack which is just they also put an intro and an ending yeah that's right yeah, yeah. and the intro actually the, the, arguably that's it's, the, only, it's okay. the only good thing yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they did that for that um, they, they tried to do like a master system the Commodore 64, Commodore 64. yeah like a like a console yes um, yes I've got a C64GS. Sure that mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing like a, a cartridge version of Last yeah. Ninja 2 for that. Yeah. And, it, and it, they wanted to get it up to the presentation standards that they had in, in Ninja 3. Well, I think the original reason why they did that was because they were locked into a contract with... Um, what's the largest? Activision. They were locked right. into a uh, contract with Activision. They needed to do one more game. They really wanted out of that contract, so they just did Remix instead. So basically mm. just released another version of Last Ninja 2 and changed a couple of bits. Um, and then that was done and dusted, then they can go off and do their own thing. Mm. So that was part of the reason as well. Mm. Yeah, they pulled a prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, now that we're at number five, just a recap of where we're up to. So, Whizball is leading at 12 points, Archon at 10 mm. points, Way of the Exploding Fist at 8 points, Cannibal at 6 points, Last Ninja 3 equal at 6 points, IK Plus at 4 points, and Last Ninja 2 at 4 points. The Last Ninja and Turrican 2 have not been mentioned yet. Yes. Mm. Exciting. Mm, very interesting. So obviously they're going to lose because they're on zero points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it works. Should we have a quick couple of minute break? Or is Sounds everyone keen to progress? I mean, uh, I was just going to check one thing. So hold on. Because I think we forgot to mention that Archie McLean and also Rob Hubbard did the music for IK Plus and you were yes. talking about yep. so Rob, Rob Hubbard did the music for IK Plus is this the track that you were talking about? no not that no that's the ocean loader there it is yeah yeah I've often got that playing in my game room this is why we love the Commodore 64 right here yeah <laughs> Sid chip like, everybody's yeah. bobbing their head <laughs> except John it's such a great synthesizer. I mean, listen to that. This is that fat beat. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a special version of just about all of these games, and this one, IK Plus, I've got a signed copy of IK Plus from Ooh. Rob Hubbard. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Mm. He's getting on as well. Oh, well, Rob, yeah. bless him. Yeah. So is he up there as one of your top Sid composers? He is the best. Ooh, yeah, the I must, best. I must the agree. Best. Oh. Mm. I've got a bunch of games signed by him. I've got Master of Magic. Uh, 
um, Spellbound, Cantilla, a bunch of games cool. that Rob Hubbard did. Mm, yeah. Okay, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Wow, your Commodore 64 collection must be very impressive. It's it's okay. You'll <laughs> <laughs> have to come over sometime and have a look. Fuck yes, that'd be awesome. Sorry, I, I uh, interrupted the break. No, 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 that's all good. Can I grab another beer and then yeah. we'll push on? Go and do my barring duties. <laughs> my ass is sore. Not because I've been sitting down. Yes, it is. And you didn't say it. It's your opportunity. Waiting. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't very exciting. Uh, So, number five. (gasps) Number Mm. five. It's me? Number five. Uh, Yes, Evan. Number five. The Last Ninja. (gasps) Pregnant pause. No. Last Ninja. The Last Ninja. No way. Get out. So... I don't know, like I played it played it again, probably the first time in geez, probably probably like thirty years. Yep. Um, yeah, it's um <laughs> it's tough going back to the last ninja games, man. Oh, yeah. Like they're yep. they're rough. They're jumping over that yeah, river. Yeah, just how janky <laughs> oh they are, like yep. um 
But in particular, like just the platformy parts of this game. Yeah. Jumping across the swamps and the freaking stepping stones, like Yeah. Yeah. That can die. Like there's no way I'd go back and try and one CC this with that. Mm-hmm. Like it's just painful. Yeah. And um like the music's amazing, like the graphics are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like for for what it is, like it's definitely it's a sixty four hour sixty four game. Like yeah. it's it's got all the all the com- the the characteristic Commodore sixty four things about it. But mm. um, just that gameplay, and also like that smoke bomb on that dragon <laughs> trying to like land it. Yeah, that's um, tough. And if you don't get it in three goes, you got to go back across that swamp. You may as well yep. restart the game. Like it's just <laughs> painful. And then like. Yeah. Trying to land the poison on that dog yeah. on the on the the last stage. So the sleeping the sleeping Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Like it hits him. Like <laughs> and, and and it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like and it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Like Yeah, there's just lots of like memorization and hmm. um you know, memorizing there's a brick out of the wall that you can barely see when you climb down it and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Yeah. it's like this is where this is where it's at in the sequence for the gameplay Mm. like that's you know music it's it's hard because like pick the last ninja games it's like it's like picking all three Star Wars movies yeah like you've got to like pick I like how you said all three Star Wars movies yes not all nine (laughs) Star Wars movies yeah no wait isn't there more than nine now but anyway you know know what I mean picking the three original like yeah it's it's hard to like put them in order but for me, this is this is where this one goes. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not the best one. Um, mm. mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yep. <laughs> what about the big spider? Well, oh, well, yeah. The, yeah, even that actually. Like, oh my he's God, just really that's infuriating. <laughs> yeah, like that's just it. trying to get past him was just yeah. Like, yeah, it's. Uh, but I don't think you have to though, do you? It's more of an Easter egg that big spider. You run past him. Do you have to run past? I think you I can think avoid you him. Do do you? Yeah, I think uh, you do. Okay. Um, yeah, things like that. Were I'm showing my hand at like, the moment because I didn't of, finish it again. There's lots of like time. dead ends that look like you could maybe jump it. Yeah, that's but you're actually not meant to go that way, and you can just keep jumping to your death and use up all your lives. Yeah. You never really, and because it's the sort of game where like you've got to do these pixel perfect jumps. Mm. You're never really sure if am I meant to go this way? Like, yeah, and mm. you might give up on it, and then come back and find out actually that's what i was meant to try and do yeah, yeah. there's a um, lot of that's kind of the stuff i kind of like about the game though is like there's a lot of stuff that kind of keeps you that gets you second guessing where you're wandering around going oh can i do something here right, mm. this is something i'm going to yeah. do here like you know like you can pray at the buddha you prayed at the buddha and all that kind of stuff yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, there's a lot of little, there's yeah. little touches in there and you can look through the looking glass in the in the um in the shogun's yep. thing and you see like a view and you see like a, a bird fly over and all that it's yep. like weird yep. little fun things like that i quite like in the game mm. but yeah yeah that's all they're all valid good valid points evan <laughs> they're all good valid points <laughs> sure mm. um yeah i mean it's five on my list so it's not again not a bad game yeah but uh Gee, it was yeah. There were it, it's tough going back to all the last Ninja games. To be honest, yeah, like they're, yeah. They're not when, when um, I was like nine, ten. I had a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't have any other choice but to play like these games. I didn't have any other games. So yeah, yeah so you just sort of you know beat your head you, against the you, wall until you figure out 
how to get yeah. past something and yeah. yeah and I, I don't know I don't know how like I was thinking my son's like seven and I was like how would I teach him how to play this even how to move because mm. um, movement's just really it's bizarre I think it yeah. comes like from muscle memory and doing mm-hmm. it a lot mm-hmm. um, yeah we must have we must have ground these games a lot when we were little yeah well, I think that would be a good question for John because mm. he's brand new and yeah. fresh to these games. So when he gets to something, <laughs> he can mention what that something mm. is. Mm. So your number five, John. Turrican 2. Turrican 2. Wow. Oh, interesting. No one's mentioned Turrican 2 until you. Mm. So yeah. you're the one to shit on everyone's parade, basically. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's weird because this is one game that, I mean, I guess apart from um, Cannabolt, for me it feels like it's not a typical Commodore 64 game, but maybe that's because I'm used to games of this style being in like the 16-bit platforms. Yeah, um, sort of run and gun yeah. yeah, and it's really hard to judge this when I'm used to that. These this game being the 16-bit mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's probably why it's not as high as maybe other games for me. But um, yeah, it's a good game. Hmm. Yeah, can it, can I ask how far you got? Not far. Okay. I think I only played it for. No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, you get to, did you get to the, the side-scrolling shooter stages? Oh, no. I'd, uh, I'd yeah. be surprised. I didn't even get there, and I played oh, it a really? couple of times, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to yeah, finish it back in the day, but that's pretty far into the game. That's it what, is, like yeah. three quarters into the game or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four stage. It's like three sta- three flying stages after the first three. And yeah. then there's a... Yeah. What is it? The last stage is in the jetpack, isn't it? The new jet. It's yeah. like a vertical... It's like the yeah. Geiger stage with yeah. aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That shoot 'em up stage just mm. blew me away back it's in the good. day. That was yeah. amazing. Very Honestly, fast. I didn't it's hard to judge it. it without playing mm. those stages, man. Okay. Mm. I Well, yeah, okay. Honestly, I didn't play it as much as the other games because I felt like I knew what it was. Hmm. And, and the other games I was so different to anything I've ever really played before or for the most part like yep. Last Ninja and IK Plus I've never played anything like that before mm. Mm. I think and, that's a really and fair comment, actually. and Archon mm. I've never mm. played anything like that before yeah mm. so um, yeah so I really focused on playing those more mm. uh, yeah mm-hmm. I felt like I knew what it was but maybe I didn't give it enough time. Uh, no, I think that's a fair comment. It's it's one of those. It's a run-and-gun shooter with, you know, exploring and mm. um, there's shoot 'em up sections and stuff like that. Actually felt very Metroid-like. Oh, it's very I, Metroid. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. you can turn into the ball mm. and drop bombs and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Cool. Uh, it's me and I'm looking at my list and my number five was Last Ninja 2 <gasps> dun, dun, I know <laughs> and I was the one that voted for this game Whoa. Um, 
So playing Last Ninja 2 again, I mean, I've, I've played it here and there over the last number of years, and playing it again for this, and I did finish it, I went all the way through it and got to the end and completed it, it, it sort of... So how I felt about it was that it's they refined the controls and the movement. So it actually controls and moves a lot better than the other two um, to the point where I noticed something I never really noticed before which is in the platforming sections where you jump and land is where you would expect to jump and land whereas in Last, Nin Last Ninja 1 that doesn't make any sense whatsoever you, you press a jump and you land somewhere you didn't expect to land and you fall through a thing that you should have landed on mm. <laughs> Last Ninja 3 is pretty janky all around um, but Last Ninja 2 felt really tight. The controls felt really tight. Um, and the game is fantastic, absolutely. I, I love Last Ninja 2. But ultimately, the theme is not something I gel with. I don't like the whole urban theme. I prefer it to be more atmospheric. And this is kind of like, you know, very 80s. It's got that 80s sort of music, which is still great. The music's great. The graphics are great, but yeah, I don't particularly like the theme. I also think, unlike what you said, Ben, um, I, I think the music is the weakest out of the three. <gasps> I know. Wow. I know. <laughs> um, but it's still good, but I think it's the weakest of the three. And I played, back in the day, this more than any of the other three because I used to speedrun it when I was a, a kid which is weird to think of. Because mm. um, speedrunning wasn't a thing then. I'm sure people play games to try and get through at the fastest time. Mm. But what sort of enabled that was that there's a there's a timer in the game. Oh, mm. so, it's so when you finish it, there's a... Yeah. To do that. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I used to try and get through it as fast as I could. And um, so I played it quite a bit. I found all sorts of glitches, like leaping off in certain directions where you shouldn't leap off and it progresses you to a... Uh, the next screen that you shouldn't be able to progress to and all that kind of stuff so I played it quite a lot but I think ultimately the atmosphere and the music is just not as good as the other two and therefore I prefer the other two even though the gameplay is better than the other two if that makes sense yeah absolutely I think that's what the great thing about these three games is they're quite diverse yeah in locate locale yeah mm. yeah um yeah so in that vein, I think Last Ninja 2 is probably the most, the easiest for someone to get into. It would be tighter, it would make more sense, mm. but the other two I just think are better just atmospheric-wise, music-wise, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, hit me with Matt. your five. I will hit you with Cannibal. Wow, that's pretty far mm. up your list. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Well, that's it, it, good. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree with everyone, though. It's, yeah, okay, it's not, like, era-specific to the system, and it's one-dimensional. Mm. But it's, it's like, what you know... Is a good game? Yeah. I mean, the, the replay... The, the restarting thing, like, it's, it's, a, it's something that developed, I suppose, later usually in games where you just instant restart mm. mm -hmm. and 
I just keep playing it. Mm. Yeah. No load times. Yeah, once yeah. it's on, it's there. Yeah. yeah. Just leap in. Have you had for it. lengthy sessions of playing the game? Um, no, you, to be honest, kind of like what everyone's saying. Like, when, when we're in a group playing it, yeah. Mm. Like, there's the... mentioned the Sydney Classic Gaming Club. Mm. Mm. But also, at PAX, it was a, a competition mm. game. Oh, that's that right. That was oh, super popular. Cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, it's super easy to get into. Yeah. Mm. One button, mm-hmm. one button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and press it, off you go. Yeah. 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 So it's appealing in that way. Um, yeah, so I can agree in a solitary, as a solitary game, not so much. Um, but still, mm. yeah, it's still something you can push for. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Mm. Put it Put on, it the, on back the box. Of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, hit us with your number five. My number five is going to be Way of the Exploding Fist. Oh, right. you voted for this game. I did. And, um, I mean, for the same reasons that everybody else has put it lower than IK+, I mean, as much as I love the fact that it's a trailblazer on the Commodore 64 in terms of, like, kicking off the fighting genre um, and doing a good job of it back in the day... Hmm. Um, so if, as a bit of history, it's certainly a, a massive achievement, and it's um, well, for the Commodore 64. It's like a mi- milestone in the Commodore 64's history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we're talking about which fighting game out of the two, IK Plus and um, Way of Playing Fist plays better, then obviously IK Plus is the better game. Hmm. So that's why this is number five mm-hmm. on those merits. Um, mm-hmm. I love the game for all the reasons I've already discussed but also there's a nostalgic element to it as well yeah played a lot when I was a kid blew my mind because it was the first type of game I played like that this yeah before right. I played Street Fighter 2 before that came out all that you know this is like Commodore 64 was my jam when I was a kid hmm. so um, you know a lot of these the, you know like, so what John said about Tarakan 2 I totally get now from John's perspective but when I was a kid Tarakan 2 was like I didn't play Metroid when I was a kid and mm, yeah. all that kind of stuff I was I played. the same Tarakan yeah. Tarakan 2 was my exposure to those kind of run and gun mm. shoot games you know yep. shooty shooty games um, and I think what made the Commodore 64 special growing up was that it had limitations that programmers were pushing and it had a very distinctive feel to the to these kind of games and mm-hmm. yeah that's why I love Exploding Fist and you know I met the guy I made it um, <laughs> he was a really nice dude and very 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 clever dude as well um, mm. and uh, didn't realise it was an Australian game until I moved to Australia oh really yeah oh. and I was like oh. mm. um, even go. though Melbourne House should have been a bit of a giveaway yeah. um, you know. so, I'm sure there's another Melbourne somewhere yeah mm. possibly um, <laughs> but also yeah like you said the sequel's interesting as well we explained this too but yeah so yep. that's why Number five, because IK Plus is arguably the better game. Hey, I can admit it. Fair enough. (laughs) We all have to admit certain things at certain points in our lives. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. But anyway, (laughs) number four, Evan, go. IK Plus. Yeah, this game's like, this game's right up my alley. So... You like, like fighting games, I, I like fighting games. Do, do you like, like fighting, fighting games? I do. I like fighting games a lot. <laughs> and this, this, was, uh, this was the best one I could get at home mm. as a kid. Absolutely. Until 
a SNES and Street Fighter 2. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This, this was like... That's so a good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. And two of those... I, I went straight from 64 to SNES. Right. Mm. So that was, huh. that was yeah. my jump. I didn't have a... We didn't have an Amiga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this this game was unreal. Have mm. people around to play, like have friends come over and yeah, play this for ages. It was really, really good. And mm-hmm. we, we even played like IK. So, yep. yeah, I thought it was a pretty good mm. game. Mm-hmm. I love just the, the one button design with all the different moves and using all eight directions to do different stuff. And mm-hmm. it's... It's a very C64 experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just so... Like, after after playing it recently again, too, it's just so smooth, mm. like, how it controls and how the movement is and, um, you know, all the animated backgrounds and the music and the bonus stages, and it's, it's all, it all just oh, works. Yeah. We haven't mm. even mentioned bonus the bonus stages. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like, like the bonus stage almost more than the game. Bonus stage is amazing. Yeah. It's, this is my number four as well, by the way. Sorry, I'm just going to interject uh-huh. Oh, yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this, yeah, this is pretty much, like, if you have to, like, a simple game that on the 64 that's, like, pretty much perfectly executed, this is, this is it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's actually the the most that's a really concise way of saying it. It's a very simple game, like it's so simple. It's ridiculously simple, like A plus. But yeah, the execution is so well done for mm. Commodore sixty four. Like the animation, like it's so smooth. Yeah, on the characters. Um, and I the love fluid. the sideburns of the characters. Yeah. you know, yeah. it's very um, sort of. That, 70s kung fu yeah. action Chuck film Norris. thing Absolutely, yeah, Chuck yeah. Norris yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the movement just really snaps too like he yeah you, mm. know, you know going from where the exploding fist felt really deliberate and kind of you know you could, have, you could pull your punches and it was all you had to deliberately do everything in this it's just really responsive and mm. quick mm. really twitchy yeah mm. so yeah I like liked it a lot yeah 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 Cool. Mm-hmm. Should we explain what the bonus stage is? Oh, please, because the bonus stage is awesome. The bonus stage is so bizarre. So basically, <laughs> the bonus stage is um, you have a shield. So you play your mm-hmm. character in the middle of the screen, and you have a shield, and balls get thrown at you. Yeah. Yeah, and you have, to deflect, and you have to deflect the balls, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like real life. Yeah, in real life, because like, mm. that's how martial artists learn to fight. Mm. Yeah, by deflecting balls. Yeah, but the but the way it's done is so much fun because it gets more intense because you get more balls thrown at you and you have to yep. block them and they come and the sound yeah. of the bouncing goes higher pitch as they yeah. go faster. Mm. Yeah, and you can you can block them high, you can block them low, and, and yeah, middle as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Mm. And the balls that bounce low and then higher. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's the random ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The random yeah. ones. Yeah, the flashy yeah. random yeah. ones. <laughs> Deflecting balls. That's good. Yeah. So cool. It was a lot harder than it looked. Mm. Yeah. It's, oh, absolutely. I should say it's heaps easier on joystick. Mm. Mm. It's it's kind of made for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it, true. You know mm. what I used to love to do, which is kind of stupid? <laughs> um, you know when you start and you, your dude is facing yeah. the screen <laughs> and he's holding his shield in the middle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to just sit there and hope that one of the balls yeah. would just hit the, the tiny corner of the shield and bounce off. So it would work mm. Rather than moving. Yeah. Mm. yeah, That's kind of stupid, but mm. I used to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, such a fun game. Mm. 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 
Mm. So we're up to you, I think, John. Mm-hmm. Your number four is Last Ninja Three. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. So I kind of sorry with, I went with too long. Last man. Ninja because we have three Last Ninja games. It's really hard to um, evaluate them in terms of differences. You know, there's just not not enough time really. Even though we had shitloads of time, but not enough time really <laughs> to. Um, <laughs> to really delve into them at that kind of level yep. for me someone yep. that's coming fresh especially with an emulator and trying mm. to get all that shit to work and yeah so i kind of I've, I've kind of just thrown them all in the same bucket um but i felt that uh the first game was a lot easier to get into like it was still there was a lot of learning involved in learning how to play it and mm. i still don't uh, fully I think I still haven't fully figured out the combat basically I figured out that once I got a weapon I think you get the sword first I was just doing the up directional stab because that seemed like the fastest yeah. attack with the most range yeah. Yeah. and you could just stab people that. in the eye yeah and yeah. most of the time kind of get away with it so I was doing that um, so yeah so I kind of uh I guess understood that game the most and then when I went to 2 it got a bit weird and crazy mm. and then 3 was like even more yeah. weird and crazy Yeah. so um, I put 3 as the lowest but I really enjoyed exploring the game and like learning how to play it and yeah so I put it high overall high on my mm. list yeah definitely um, but I kind of put them all together for a game that I think is pretty hard to approach mm. for someone who hasn't played it before. I mean, it's very janky. The controls mm. are weird. Mm. That's pretty high mm. on the list. Mm. So yeah. that's that's encouraging from a Last Ninja fan perspective. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, when I was first playing it, I was it was when we had one of our Friday night Discord chats and, uh, you yeah. know, people would be talking arcade games or whatever, and I'd just pipe up every 10 minutes like, what the fuck am I meant to do here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, eventually got there in the end, like, sort of figured it out. But I think I got up to the dragon and was trying to throw the smoke bombs, and I don't think I got any further than that. Hmm. Wait, so we're talking nope. about three stage or one? one? Number one. <laughs> stage one and number but one. number three is my yeah. number okay. four. Cool. Ah, yeah. Just yeah. clarifying. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Yep. Good O. Yes. Because I remember, I remember that when you were streaming it on Discord and you said, oh, how do I right. pick up the sword? Because yeah. you were kneeling down at the Buddha and the Buddha was showing you the sword oh. and you're yeah. saying, why can't uh, I pick this up? Yeah. Mm. And I said, well, Oof. that's just telling you that you need, you need to find sword the sword. On that level. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which is completely confusing mm. from any normal person's perspective. Yeah. Um, I thought it was telling me that here's a sword. Yes. And I'm like, yes, thank Thanks. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> very kind of you. <laughs> and then actually learning to pick up things was a whole other oh, yeah. experience as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Wiggling like, myself onto the exact right pixel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The pixel perfection of that no. of the last Ninja Games definitely is frustrating. Mm. Yeah, because it's isometric. Mm. And because you need to touch your hand on the thing to pick it up, um, oftentimes where your hand would go when you do the pickup motion doesn't make any sense compared to where it is mm. on the screen 
and it's just yeah it's weird mm. absolutely weird alright my number four is Archon huh. and I voted for Archon um, as in you mean you nominated it sorry for, yes yeah. I nominated Archon and then I voted at number four mm. yeah <laughs> Uh, I absolutely love Archon, and it's probably the game that I play the most when it comes to replaying Commodore 64 games, just because mm. it's it's very simple. Mm. You know what you're getting when you load it up. There's no loading screens. I mean, you don't have to wait for it to reload levels and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just really enjoy the mechanic of once you know the really powerful pieces... Um, you can just wipe out the other side and it's so much fun mm. um, just dominating the other side um, so yeah I, I really really love Archon I think it's a very unique game when Battle Chess was kind of like the in thing on computers um, Archon was kind of unique because it had that that chess element but it was fantasy sort of unicorns banshees phoenixes mm. genies all that kind of stuff um yeah, it just really clicked with me, and I've, and I've always loved it, and I continue to play it. Like I said, it's probably the game that I play the most out of all the Commodore 64 games. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a fart. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That was your shoe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, yes, I love Archon. It's, a, it's an amazing game. Yeah, I, I enjoyed discovering how each of the different units played. Mm. And, um, like they're yeah. all incredibly unique. Mm. Like you have the, you have your area of effect um, pieces. You have your firing pieces. You have your pieces that uh, cast spells. I mean, for example, you have your banshees on the dark side, and and when you press the fire button, you can move around, and it has this area of effect, and anything within that area of effect is getting damaged. Mm. But you can still also take damage. Whereas on the light side, you have the Phoenix. And when you press the fire button, it has the area effect of exploding as a big fireball. Mm. But you can't move. You're just a big exploding fireball. But you're invincible. Mm. So you can't be hit whilst you're doing that. Mm. So that is a very, I think, clear example of the very different, you know, style of pieces that you can have. And it just makes it really interesting. Mm. You're number four, Matt. Four, Matt. Uh, yeah. Get it? Yeah. I've said this joke every time. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Go for it. I put Last Ninja 1. <gasps> there's a, there's <laughs> an inhale from the crowd. <laughs> Are we getting off the top? This shouldn't be disappointing to people at this point, right? <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty far. <laughs> yeah. So, it's the highest out of three for me, probably, maybe unfairly because it's the one I'd played back in the day. Hmm. Um, so I knew that you know the most about it already. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, it kind of helps knowing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, yeah, because like the, f- the initial discovery, I guess, is is really hard. Like, knowing yeah. that you had to get that item to do that thing. Yeah, and you have so to pick up, for example, there's an item on level one that you need in the third stage or uh, something. Yeah. So if you don't get that. You can't progress past the third. Oh, you stage. don't need it on level one. No, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. you need to pick it up on level mm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I mean, the worst part about it is what was already mentioned: jumping over the freaking river and the swamp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if that was just stones. not in the game, it would be a lot better game. Yeah. Um. That was actually something that, <laughs> yeah. when I played it, that was almost like a, a stopping point yeah. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, I'll just keep trying. And then eventually I did it. Yeah. And once you figure it out, it's not so bad. Kind of. I mean, the thing that doesn't help is, like, we. I think we've already crapped on the controls, but, like, why up is, like, not really even close to up. It's, like, no. just barely off the diagonal. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's so weird. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it also where you land on an object that's mm. in the background sometimes you just sink straight through it mm. yeah sometimes yeah. it has a hitbox sometimes yeah it Especially doesn't stepping stones mm. Mm. yeah <laughs> thank you yeah. john twitty that <laughs> <laughs> well, was pretty cool i mean it's yeah sprawling adventure you can do like an angry nintendo nerd episode of yeah. like Ninja, just like you do like frame by frame and show look he's standing he's standing, <laughs> standing on the thing yeah. and he's sinking into the ground why can't I pick up the apple <laughs> <What> the <hell? laughs> like, uh, why am I stuck in the girls toilets in the second game again yeah mm. yeah. yeah yeah it's a good game mm-hmm. alright Ben oh no you've already uh, done yeah, number no, four number four is IQ yes. plus we're, we're done on number fours we're progressing to our top three bum, bum, bum. holy bejesus shit uh Evan who's <laughs> oh, your number three what well, last ninja two bum, bum, bum. so my number three is last ninja two as well uh, my number three is last ninja two holy Whoa. shit I can't do math this quickly hang on <laughs> what are three sevens fourteen twenty one Three sevens, yeah. Twenty-one. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been good at math. It's okay. I don't, you know, manage the budget of a large faculty in a university. Um, okay. That was three people with Last yeah. Ninja Two. Yeah. yeah. Last Ninja Two. Lay it upon us. Why? So, well, this game's awesome. Yes, it um, is. This has got awesome music, awesome visuals. This probably got. It's probably got the cleanest visuals of, of all of them, I feel like. So, hmm. um, yeah, the first one's pretty, like we, we kind of talked about, it's pretty samey. Um, oh, the first one's got the dungeon stage. The dungeon stage is like the worst stage in all three uh-huh. Last Ninja games. Oh, yeah. What, even worse than like, the sewer stage in the second terrible. game? Well, sewer stage. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, probably, probably like, so this game... It's probably got the best gameplay of all of, all of them. Like, it's got the least stupid jumping yeah. parts. It's got the one in the warehouse yeah. um, that's that's pretty frustrating and, yeah. and janky. But like I said um, when I was talking about it, you can see where you need yeah, to jump and, and right. position yourself rightly, it's, whereas in the other two, yeah, it's, it's just all, all over the place. place. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it just feels... The cleanest, I guess. Mm. The, the the sewer stage in this got pretty terrible music. That's right. Yeah. Um, Ben's nodding his head. <laughs> yeah, no, all the tracks are amazing. <laughs> oh, so there's some, some really outstanding tracks too, like oh the, God, mansion yeah. Man. the Mansion oh, Man. The Mansion Man. Oh, that's incredible. Did you no, notice that's that? a rip-off of another tune? Really? Yeah. What is, it, what is it a rip-off of? I can't remember what it is, but there was one time I was in a record store and they were playing the soundtrack to a film. It's it's from a soundtrack to a film. Um, and I just thought, this is The Last Ninja 2. This is ridiculous. Why <laughs> no, am I hearing this really? in a record store? And I went up and I asked them what it was. 
And they said, yeah, it's the soundtrack to, is it like Hello, Mr. On, Robertson or something like that? Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, that sounds like an 80s horror movie. Hmm. But yeah, it's a complete rip-off of uh, another sorry. tune. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. So Ben, ben ah, talks dumb. about like being able to whistle all the tunes, right? Yeah. So I think for me, I can whistle all the tunes of all three of them. Like, yeah. God, like that, that's music yeah, that's been... Go on then, first level, last into three. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> First level, last ninja three. Go on. Come on. You know it. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
rather than what the original was, which was like descending into hell. And I've talked about it before on this mm. podcast, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Like it's there's a parallel there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and you could probably make parallels with movie trilogies as well. Um, but yeah. Cool. Mm. So who was that? That was three of you that chose Last Ninja 2, which was Evan, Ben... Me. Me. John. John. Mm. Okay. Cool. While you're doing maths. Oh, you're not doing maths now, are you? No, I did math. Oh, anyway. <laughs> People told me what math, math was. Is done. <laughs> just a plain interruption. Yes. Sega have just announced the Astro City Mini. No, no. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, you did see that? Yeah. Okay. Mm. They're going to cost one and a half grand, like uh, <laughs> Astro Cities are now, guys. Mm. It looks cool. It's got Revenge of Death Adder on it. Ooh. Yeah. Better sell my PCB quick snap. Shall move on because uh, I'm approaching time. Dun dun dun. So we need to get moving. Mm. My number three is Turrican Two. Bum bum bum. Um, and pl- replaying this game for this podcast reminded me why I absolutely loved it back in the day. It's it's really really incredible um, what they did to get this game doing what it does on the Commodore 64 is is amazing. It, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like maybe a bit of a stretch to say this, but it feels like a an arcade game or a 16-bit game or it's really, really polished. Um, and I think out of all these games that we've been talking about today, it's, it's the easiest to get into. Um... And, and Titus sort of controls. The only thing that I really think is is bad, and it, and it is quite bad, is um, the blind jumps. There's blind j- mm. jumps all over this game. It's mm. it's it's pretty terrible. Even to the point of um, on the second stage when you start, there's a bunch of falling platforms, mm. and it's not just you know you can't just land on a falling platform and then jump off it again. Because when it falls, no, it falls can. faster. You can, just, you can. You can just bounce across if you just oh, really? charge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I found that really difficult to do, but um, but yeah, they fall away, and unless you know which ones are going to fall, then yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, but yeah, that game's full of blind jumps. But otherwise, I, I just found it really, really fun to play again, and um, it was the one that I revisited the most. I mean, I didn't finish it like I did back in the day. I used to finish it all the time back in the day, but, um, yeah, played it a number of times because I just really enjoyed playing it. And it reminded me of, uh, you know, how amazing it was to explore around the levels and trying to find those hidden items and the hidden one-ups and little hidden paths and power-ups and stuff like that. It's, it's awesome. And the music mm. is incredible. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sid Chip. Yes. Colonel 64. Indeed. 
Um, so that is my number three. What's your number three, Matt? Whizball. Whizball. Yeah. The game you voted for. Yeah. Nominated. <laughs> Sorry, nominated. nominated. <laughs> I've been caught on that before. <laughs> <laughs> you nominated it. Nominated yeah, it. Yeah, I quite like it. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. Put it on the back of the box. On the box. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's really weird. Yeah. That's kind of positive, I think. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's it's, I, it's unique. Yeah. Unless you you think that it's all just bouncing, which is what I thought at the beginning. <laughs> now, like I, I can't mention like, that, that. What is this game? I, I probably, <laughs> as a kid, loaded up the game that you know a number of times before realizing you could do the extra things in control, mm. like and, and quit mm-hmm. and then play mm-hmm. something else, and then mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. another day loaded up. Yeah. Um. It's 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 sort of a um thing about the home computers where just people were making games without like not big yeah. companies planning and backing them that's how you can get these weird things it's sort of like the indie game I put a parallel to modern indie games yeah that's a good point that's, that's the only way the weirdness coders. can really come through mm. yeah because mm. um, they're not answering to the man mm. they're just creating their game yeah, and yeah it's going to be a little bit weird it might be a little bit janky but mm. Yeah, but that's what original, yeah. yeah. And a lot of these guys are kids as well. That's the exciting mm. thing yeah. about the bedroom coders back in the 80s. They're like, you know, whiz kids, like 14-year-olds who, mm. you know, were making these weird and crazy games. Like, you know. Yep. Uh, who did who did Jet Set Willy? That was the uh, brothers. No, you're thinking the Oliver Twins for the Dizzy games, are you? Oh, Jet Set Willy, I think, was... Um, or Manic Miner. All those games... Mm. Those weird, weird, fun games. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I didn't think about that when it came. That to was a rare yeah, game, like, wasn't it? What Manic Miner? No, or Jet Set Willy? Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Jetpack. Jet. Sorry, I went down jet, to a different jet, level. Jet, jet, jet. <laughs> yeah. So and the other thing I will address is I don't. Do we talk about the music in this game? Is it Rob Hubbard's game? Uh, mm. Don't know. It's pretty cool. It is. Which game are we talking about? Baseball. No, it's Martin Galway. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Not just one of the best, but two <laughs> of my favourite two tunes is the, <laughs> the, the, the like the track mode part and yep. then the shooter stage. Mm. Oh, both the burner stage part. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, mm. I do both of those a lot. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Oh, and there's on YouTube you can find Rain Owens whatever doing a like a, a solo with loop. Stations. Oh, really? Of the okay, that's the cool. Tune. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so good as okay. well. Yeah, well, I recommend. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Comes recommended by Matt. Yeah. Therefore, you should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, is that all of our number threes? Yeah, I think so. Because my number three is Lost in Two. Lost in Two very interestingly, very quickly. Yes. Um, the NES port of the Last Ninja. Last Ninja, as well as having all these kind of like 16-bit ports and other ports to other um, systems, Commodore 64 was arguably the home of the Last Ninja series when they yeah. before they ported it everywhere else. So the NES port, which is called the Last Ninja, is actually a port of the Last, Last Ninja, Ninja 2. Two. Yes. 
It's terrible. The name. It's so awful. Little, every time I see that at Games Done Quick, yeah, I see Last Ninja and then I see Ness. Oh, uh, I die yeah. every, it's always oh, in the bad games block, and it's just horrible because it's like what are they doing? The, the music. Oh, oh, everything, everything's so bad. Like, um, and I the can way hear that the, the now in my head. the way that the ninja <laughs> walks as well. You know how some games like characters tend to slide. Yeah. At least with the uh, these original eight bit versions of the Commodore sixty four and all the other versions, apart from the NES, the ninja feels quite grounded. And in the NES version, he's sliding all over the place. It just feels like it's just it's horrible. And I hate to say, it, I own a sealed copy of this on the NES. Oh, nice. <laughs> One of those graded ones in the plastic thing. Oh. You know? Why you really do cheap. this? I don't know, because I'm, I'm a Last Ninja fan and I'm like, oh, get it. Oh, yeah, I'm a Last cheap. Ninja fan and I own the NES copy, but it's not sealed. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I was tempted a few years ago to crack that open and try it, but then my wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, actually, I'll leave it. But it is bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Mm. Um, Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Sorry, I was just messaging my wife. Saying The Last Ninja 2 got third place. Yes. For a lot of people. (laughs) Mm. And then saying, I'm probably going to be 15 minutes longer than expected. Ah. Yes. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're up to our top two. Top dos. I know. We're here finally already. But it's been a long time. But Mm. also already... Uh, but let's do an update. The rankings so far, we have one smashing everything else. Mm. And that could change any moment. Last Ninja 2 with 30 points. Whizball with 19 points. Mm. IK Plus with 16. Archon with 16. Way of the Exploding Fist, 13. Turrican 2, 12. Last Ninja 3, 12. Cannibal 11 and The Last Ninja 11. The Last Ninja in last place. Holy crap. I know. Hmm? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> but we've got the top two positions to go. <sighs> so let's do it without any further whatever we call it. Evan, you're number two. Yeah. Last Ninja 3. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is my last ninja game. Like, this is the game that I got. Um, I got this with my pocket money. I played the others. I was like really hyped to get this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of these games that were. It's probably, probably not quite like the swan song of the 64, but getting pretty, pretty late in the, yeah. in the life cycle, right? Like, yeah. And so, like,. You know, we load it up and it's got like the, the intro with like Ninja like outside the castle and he's like mm. tattered thing and the lightning and he gets closer and he like winks and yeah. climbs the wall and shurikens the, the dude in the head. And yeah, it's amazing. And the music starts, like in the music to that intro. Yeah, it's synced um, up to everything that's happening and in the animations yeah, and like yeah. Everything's, you know, it's just epic. Yeah. And then like the, you know, the first stage and the theme, like the kind of the the earth, air, water, fire, yeah. void. Yeah, I, think, I love like, that. That to me like worked. Like, yeah. That worked a lot better than the other ninja games because yeah. it gave each stage like a particular yeah. theme. Um, so, I mean, and the ending as well. Like you, that, So this was the game that I had to figure out. Like the other ones had a, 
when I got them, there was like pirated copies and mm. things like that. And it was like, yeah, they came with trainers and you could just kind of grind your way through and figure out like what to do. Whereas in this one, you know, there's like, I bought it retail, I had to like beat it. Yeah. Right. So there no was, cheating. Yeah. There was like, no, well, <laughs> having said that, we found there is a cheat, like there's a glitch that I found. Oh, that's I've right. never found yeah. it documented anywhere. You mentioned that, so you mentioned that as... Uh, I was playing through it for this podcast and I'd never heard of that before. No, I, I can't find it even on Google. Hmm. Like, So what happens if you're holding the shuriken and you kick someone, you do shuriken damage with the kick. Ooh, <laughs> Which really? is great. You it makes like, the game a lot <laughs> easier. You can two-shot anyone if yep. you're holding the shuriken. As long as you accidentally makes the throw bosses the shuriken. a lot easier. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You, can, you can do it that way. Um, yep. And we did it both ways Like back in the day. Like, did it. Well, I'd, I discovered that, I think, pretty much on day one as well, by hmm. accident. And I'm like, what did I do there? And I don't even know if it was intended or what, like... Yeah, it surely can't be, but... But I, don't, I think it's a bug, I think, because you're doing basically mm. shuriken damage with, like, yeah. with your kick. Yeah. Um, you must just put your ninja star in your shoe or something. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, mm. And kick people with it. Hold it between your toes. With your <laughs> 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 um... I'll, no, I'll just, just jump in and say I also put it at number two. Okay. Last Ninja Three. Yes. So, so the music to this game, there's not a weak, there's not a single weak like no, tune the music is in this incredible. whole game. Like, yeah. It's an, <laughs> nah, man. It's amazing. Like, and the, and the, like even just the like water the stage, incredible. The, oh, Last everything. stage, incredible. Yeah, and the fire stage with the you know the kind yep. of. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can't um, be asked to get know, to the I kind of picture like two, <laughs> two bits of metal being smacked together, and it, yeah. like, it's just awesome. Like, yeah. So that you know the epic end, like the fight with the shogun at the end, where you're like deflecting the stars and you have to beat him. The end bosses, like the whole like Bushido thing, mm-hmm. where you know the the one thing where it does matter, like, is you have to have it built up enough that you can survive Shogun at yep. the end throwing yep. the, the shurikens at you because ah, right, you still take yeah. damage if, yep. you, if you haven't got your full Bushido yep. um, and just the ending and the ending music and like yeah, having, like a Commodore 64 game with cinematics going into it and going out of it like mm-hmm. having an actual you know how did, how did like Ninja 1 end it's just like oh yeah congratulations just a static screen yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same thing with Ninja 2 where it's yep. like this started to get into like 16-bit style presentation actual ending actual intro yeah you know and even the death screen was awesome with like the reaper like the reaper ninja comes down with his like skeleton face and yes and then even that had like awesome music yeah um yeah it was the continue screen had awesome music like yeah yeah i was kind of similar to you i Um, um i bought the retail version of this game and I was just completely blown away and, and, you know, I had, this is slightly embarrassing, but I had my parents just sit around the screen while I loaded the intro <laughs> and said, look at this, this is so realistic, how can graphics get any better than this? And of course, the graphics have gotten a little bit better over just time. Um, but it, it was just absolutely amazing. And um, for the last, I don't know, 20 something years or whatever it's been, I've had this perception that Last Ninja 3 was the jankiest and not as playable Last Ninja game. And, you know, you could make the argument that that's kind of true. But having played it again for this podcast, it reminded me what is actually really amazing about this game. It's it's the atmosphere, the music, the mm. graphics are incredible. 
Um, and I just really enjoyed playing through it again. And I went all the mm. way through. I didn't expect to, you know, play it all the way through, but I played it all the way through, and it reminded me what I loved about the game. Mm. And uh, it's it's definitely for me one of the most iconic iconic Commodore sixty four games. It's it's incredible. Mm. Love it. Actually, playing games, Mark. I know. Yeah. What? I know. Just, just one little thing. There. I, I thought. I thought on the fire stage, there's a, there's a there's one particular screen that's like, and and it brought me back to childhood. Like, there, there's a jump. So you jump over to the room where, where you need to wear the mask, and then you yeah, jump yeah. again. Yeah. That's so janky. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like, the collision I think, detection like, this, on this that. This playthrough here. Nothing like, like what it looks like. Because I like so just to play through it again, I played with unlimited lives this time. Oh cheater. And um yeah, <laughs> just to just to play through it again and um. I'll tell you why, I reckon, like, died about 10 times there. Mm. I'm like, man, that must have... And, I, and, and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, that, that killed me when I was a kid a lot. Mm. Like, that was, that was the point where, you know, if I, couldn't get, if I couldn't do that jump on the first couple of times, it's probably credit over. Yeah. Um, and it was frustrating, man, because it's like, you, you, it, it's got, like, the jump, but then it's got these two other, like, black things that you think, maybe I should be jumping to them. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like I can make this jump. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that's bad. But I think yeah. that's probably the only bit that's really bad. The other jumps, the other jumps look difficult. Like, the, the jumps to the little, um, on, on the air stage. Yeah. Um, they look Across hard. the lily pad. But yeah, but yeah. because you can jump so fast. Yeah, it's not too bad. You just go mm. bang, bang, and it's like, oh, we did that first go. Mm. And and I think as a kid, I did too. It was like, oh, it just it just looks hard, but it's actually not not too tough. Mm. Like mm. it's it's you know not like the the boat in Central Park. Yeah, feels which doesn't look like where you land is actually where you land. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was a bit more forgiving hitbox or something like the where you land, but it, yeah, you know, it didn't kill me mm. at all, mm-hmm. and I don't remember it really griefing me too much as a kid either. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Number two. It is good game. I would agree. Yeah. Mm. But your number two, John. Uh, the Last Ninja. The Last Ninja. So I'm interested. Wait, you tutted. No. No, oh. I just went. Oh, like oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm interested because you're new to the Commodore 64, and I thought this would be pretty janky and hard to get into, and it probably was. Yep. But you apparently liked it. Uh, I think I, I guess because it's such a significant game um, uh, in terms of like that you guys have talked about. I think I was pretty determined to understand what was good about it. And yeah, also at the same time, yeah, I forgot that I was streaming it in our chat and had you guys to kind of explain, you know, when it was needed. Although it wasn't like you were just watching me and telling me what to do. I was kind of just playing and there was a com- another conversation going on hmm. and other streams going on as well. So yeah. it wasn't like I was just being fed like what to do. Yeah. It was only once I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> when, yeah. when I was yeah. getting frustrated that, um, that you know, I would have to find out the answers. Hmm. Um, yeah. So there was definitely like an experience of having to work out, you know, how do I pick up stuff? Like how do yeah. I, you know, fight these guys at the beginning when you have no weapons? Well, you don't really. You just run away from them until yeah. you do have a weapon. Yep. Um, 
and you know try not to get stuck on like the corner of the path and stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> and jumping over you know the river and all that sort of stuff but you got um, past the river yeah yeah right that's yeah. that's an achievement yeah thanks yeah, for, 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 for it's yeah it's amazing how you have an awesome sense of achievement when you do that you're like yeah. I did it <laughs> fuck this I've only got a life left but I did it <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely yeah it definitely almost stopped me like I was yeah I was close to to quitting but um I guess because we were just hanging out too, I was like, yeah, just keep trying. Hmm. Um, hmm. So, yeah, no, I I liked it. Um, and it was definitely a unique experience for me. Hmm. I've never played anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Matt. Lay us uh, upon what? What was your number two? Last Ninja Three. Oh, where, where are we up to? Are we up to me? Yeah. Yes, we were number two. Lay us <laughs> upon us. It was Tarik and your, two. Oh, mm, yeah, number two, two Tarik well. two. Oi! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, I had not played this back in the day, and so I was very pleased to find that it really was a good game. Put it on the back of the box. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, it's there's it's, it's a lot to it. I mm. think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's actually as a game. person who doesn't like Metroidvanias. Now I want to address that. Oh, here we go. The very it? specific thing I don't like about Metroid is that uh-huh. all is your it, enemies it's not respawn, in this game. and they don't respawn in this game. You kill them, uh, they're gone. That's true. It's mm. very good. Yeah. Or you mm. can. I thought it was like scroll on the screen and then scroll along <laughs> yeah. and then they disappear. I thought yeah, it was yeah. the backtracking that you. Is and that's the other thing. So the backtracking this game is not quite the same because you it it, it kind of unlocks areas but you don't you don't have to backtrack but yeah. if you did you, you, sh- you can shortcut forward mm. yeah mm. um and plus once you go into stage two you can't go back to stage one mm. yeah yeah mm. um and the i would address the exploration parts is that you there, there's dead ends but they always reward you for it Mm. seems like so if you were going the wrong way you probably still get something out of it yep yep um one-ups yeah yeah one-ups <laughs> yeah lots of one-ups yeah. <laughs> lots of weapons secret boxes uh, yeah. that kind of stuff yeah yeah but either way you'd still usually kind of know when you're doing the right thing because there's enemies in front of you if you haven't killed them yet you probably something there mm-hmm. you can you can get mm-hmm. so yeah it, it, it could be led on it feels like you're always progressing which mm. is not something i get out of metroid yeah where did you get to out of interest? To two, I think. Yeah. The purple backgroundy stage. <coughs> no, um, that's one, isn't it? Is it? No, I can't remember now. Yeah. Hmm. So not too far. Yeah, like I mean, it's like I didn't know the game from back then, so I mm. was just learning it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Torakin Two. It's amazing. Yes. I think I think the, the amazing thing about the Tarakan games on the Commodore 64, which uh, because obviously now you have the Tarakan Mega Tarakan and all that kind of stuff on Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. the Mega Drive and uh, how, the way the series went, which is kind of downhill when it left the um, you know Amiga and the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. It's just such a feat of um, technical achievement. Tarakan yeah. Two and Tarakan One actually, I think both yeah. games are great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with Tarakan Two is like 
well, it's about Tarkin 1 and Tarkin 2, is when you got introduced to like, things like big enemies mm. that were mid-level enemies and things like that. And they weren't bosses, they're like the big fist, which I think is in the first game. The first mm. game, yeah. That tries to crush you, and then the second game you get the big guy with the big gun, and it's all very science fiction, it's all very fast, it's all very furious and for a Commodore 64 game it kind of blew your mind at that time yeah and as we've discussed earlier like the different levels as well like when you get into the spaceship and you've got a side-scrolling shooter's level that's really yeah. well done the music when, on that is incredible music, as well I think it's like something, something like, like that, that. Um, <laughs> and normally when you have a game that has something switches a level inside the game those levels are normally not well done because mm. it's just like oh I'm just going to do it for this one level but in this, it's just so slick. The whole yeah. thing's so slick. And so atmospheric as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, the end level boss, like the end level, you're on a vertical scrolling kind of jetpack sequence and the level, end <laughs> level. The very end boss is just this massive robot. It's yeah. huge. He's like it takes three up, screens yeah, tall. He takes up, you don't yeah. see the whole robot, even though you do when he kind of flies up and around and that kind of stuff. You just yeah. need to attack his head. So the scale of the game, the sense of scale in the game as well when you're playing it, makes you feel like you're this small part of this big open world, mm-hmm. which most you don't get that in a lot of games even now. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And Tarakan 2 just nails it. The Tarakan games just nail it. I remember when I was a kid, my mate had his dad used to buy a lot of these games for the Commodore 64 and they had Tarakan I used to go around his place just to play Tarakan and his dad got annoyed because we were getting further in the game than him so he actually (laughs) hid the game so when I came over we couldn't play the game (laughs) that's when Tarakan was yeah like a a special thing but yeah Tarakan 2 it's wonderful I like the fact that it's called Tarakan 2 the final fight yeah no there's more Tarakan games unfortunately but, yeah. mm-hmm. Just, all right. Megatarikin, on the Megatron, yeah, on the Megatron, yeah. it's pretty fun. Yeah, I still like the sixteen-bit, um, the eight-bit versions. Yeah, like I've got the NES version, which is done by Sir Manfred Trez, Trends, 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 yeah. yep. German guy who pretty much made the first game on his own. Yep. I think he made a couple thing, of makes yeah. the entire thing, uh, which is such an amazing achievement. Um, he programmed the NES version as well, Super mm. Tarikin for the NES, because he loves the eight-bit format so much. Mm-hmm. So that's a good kind of go-to version if you haven't got a Commodore 64. Just a quick uh, something that people might not know. Mm-hmm. On the Mega Drive, you can play Turrican 2. Oh. It's called Universal Soldier. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yes. they yeah, tied they... it into that really shitty movie. Yeah, huh. they really <laughs> um, They changed right. the sprite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. the same game. Oh. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. The same, like, the Amiga version huh. of Turrican 2. Mm. It's got the same music. Is the Amiga? Uh, I Maybe it's the Amiga. I, not the C64 version, though, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember that, but yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Mm, it is mm. weird. Considering they actually released Turrican on the Mega Drive yep. as well. Yep. Yeah, Turrican 2 getting a reskin. So bizarre. So bizarre. But fuck yeah, mm. Turrican 2. Woo! Yep. Amazing. Incredible. All those words that you can say. Mm. Uh, so, we're up to our number one... A uh, quick update on the tally. We've got Last Ninja 2 still in the lead, but only slightly now. Still with 30 points. Turrican 2 with 28. Last Ninja 3 with 28. The Last Ninja with 19. Whizball with 19. IK Plus with 16. Archon with 16. Way of the Exploding Fist 13. And Cannibal way in last place with 11. Oh. I know.
We're up to our number one. Play your number one on us, Evan. You know what it is. Do I? Tarakin 2. Ah, there we go. Welcome to this game. Is that the thing that they say? So this, this. Amigo does, yeah. This this game has a lot of the the, the values of, of Ninja Three that I like. So it's got this is like another kind of swan song game for the, mm. for the 64. It's got like the it's got like the comic book intro with like that the pumping music that goes for ages at the start. Yeah, it's got like a really long story in it. Yeah, it kind of sets the game up. But um, the game this game starts pretty slow. Um, yeah. The the first couple of bosses are pretty weak. Like the the you know yep. the, I think the first one on the Amiga you can actually jump up on his turret and shoot him in the face. <laughs> oh really? And um hmm. you can't do that in the sixty four. I just think no. like the first maybe the first couple of bosses don't work on the on the sixty four version. No, like the sixty four like version should. first boss you can just stand right. in one spot. And yeah, do yeah, the, you just sit there and You can yeah. do that too on the Amiga, but if you want to be cool, you can just jump right. up on his gun and shooting the face mm. um, but yeah just this game that's kind of why I asked John like how far he got because mm. I guess like you have to play through this game because it's, it's like a slow build up mm. um, once you get to like the, the, the boss I think it's the third boss of the, of the walking stages where there's this boss that like um, you're standing like in a little alcove at the top of a cliff that you've gone up and the wind's oh, blowing yeah. up yeah, and he's yeah. like trying to slam his way in and like yeah. he goes up and he shoots his guns at you and it's like he's trying to eat you yeah he's trying to get in and like you're just picking all the pieces off him yeah, and then you shoot him in the face that. that's amazing mm. and then um yeah. you kill him and then you come down and um there's like the spaceship sitting there like so bit of background to this these guys made a game called catechus mm. which was an r-type ripoff mm-hmm. um and it, they, they got sued and Catechus got taken off the shelf but it was basically better that, better R-Type than R-Type on the yeah. 64 <laughs> um, it had the force pod and everything they ripped everything off um, but it was a really awesome game mm. um, and so they, t- they took that shooting engine and so like he comes down he gets in a spaceship and there's a force pod and it's hanging off a chain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he doesn't yeah. use it. He just yeah. gets in the ship and flies off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you've got no force pod. But so, you, so the first kind of stage, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like a side-scrolling shooter. It's pretty cool. And there's like an eyeball in the stage, which is a bit like the first boss in R-Type. Hmm. Um, and you think, oh, wow, it's a pretty cool shooter. It's not not too bad. And then and then the, um, the shooting stages have background music. So the start of the, the, the running stages... Or like the platformer stages, they don't have music. Yeah. Um, but then you get into stage two, and he just hits the accelerator, and it's yeah, like the fastest shooter you've ever yeah. played on the sixty-four. And it's like you're going through like yeah, you're going through like alcoves and like tunnels and like up and down. It's like a Sonic game. Like yeah. It's mm. that kind of speed. It's super fast. And, um, I've never played anything like that. And then the, mm. the, at that the point. first boss of the middle stage, where, where you've sped up, is like this other guy, and you're like basically chasing this thing that's just got three jets on it, and it's like going up and down, and it's like yeah. the sense of speed is just amazing. And yeah. then, and then the next stage in that, it's like all t- it's like kind of um, like tunnels that go up. Yeah, it's like a slow maze and, sort of and thing. Like a maze, but then you get to the end. It's got this boss that's like got a core that opens up 
and you're just going around in circles at the same mm. sort of speed and you feel mm. like you're just kind of spiraling mm. it's it's amazing yeah. like and then <laughs> yeah. from there it goes into like a Geiger stage and um yeah that well, Ben sort of touched on that encounter with that last boss like so you fight this this like Geiger stage like with like aliens with um with eyeballs and stuff with legs coming at you and yeah. there's like and they the do the faces, whole mouth the tongues that come out yeah you, yeah but then like the yeah they're coming into the last boss and he's like this giant robot and you're jetpacking up and you see him come up behind the fence like just slowly comes up oh, behind you right. and you're yeah, just yeah. like holy crap I mean, for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's huge he's like like yeah well he's, he's like three screens tall massive and like and you kind of you're in a jetpack kind of trying to shoot him in the face and it's just yeah like yeah it's crazy this game and, and there's music in that last stage as well so mm. it kind of yeah it takes a while to like build up to the to the the most awesome moments in that game but like you have to you have to play it through to, mm. um, just to, to like and then get to ending you know like to like appreciate how amazing that was on the 64 it was such mm, a yeah. cool game mm. and, and you were talking about the music in the shooting section the boss um on that first stage uh what he does is synced with the music so that when he starts like initially he's moving up and down and you're you know sort of yeah. moving up and down and he's firing his his big lasers which are slow giant big yellow lasers but then the music changes and at the same time his uh, guns change to Gatling guns and they start spinning and they just and at the same time as the music it's just incredible is that the eyeball stage or the other one the fast stage oh sorry it's that one yeah yeah, I was going to say that's the one the music sticks in my head like that's that's like burned in my memory yeah so that's the one that yeah that's awesome yeah it's incredible yeah We just had a moment. Yep. <laughs> 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 well, I'm tired after that. <laughs> Do you need to lie down? <laughs> need a cigarette. And I don't smoke. Oh. Um, <laughs> cool. So, your number one, John. My number one is IK. Yes, I could see that coming. <laughs> Yeah, I really like the the style of gameplay, and I actually didn't think there was games like this on Commodore sixty four. Or, um, <clears throat> and I really like the way that it's all about your positioning and timing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the way that game, fighting games should be. Um, yep. Not so much about <clears throat> you know stringing combos together um so yeah i think it's really fun i'd really like to play it with multiple people mm. i think that'd be 
a shitload of fun. Yeah, you need to play IK, IK plus gold mm. with three people. Mm. It's just hilarious yeah. and a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Can I skip in? Because also number one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It, it Perhaps controversially, because as someone who does not famously like fighting games, <laughs> I really like this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of... Um, Hmm. It's accessible. Yeah. Yeah, and it's slower paced. Mm. Like John said, there's no combos and all that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. It's more sort of you're just doing your moves and Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to speak for you. No, nah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it just feels really nice. Like doing all the moves. Yeah, once you once you know them all how far they hit and you know how to turn around properly and all mm. that stuff. Mm. Yeah, just running through the guys it's really mm. cool mm. and that bonus stage bonus stage also famously <laughs> linked with my, <laughs> my past yes um, yes it is I say ultimately it's going to be number one over Turrican because uh, of the idea that if there was one game I had to put on right now and play that it would still be RK Plus yep mm. I can see that I can see that mm. cool uh, well, it's me. And my number one is The Last Ninja. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone could see that coming. I'm in the um, same. I'm oh, one is The Last Ninja as well. Same. Snap. Ah. Right. <laughs> well, I'm putting 18 next to The Last Ninja then. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely iconic. <laughs> and that music, I mean... I still think it's the best music ever produced in a video game. Yeah. It's it's incredible. I think, I think that's fair to say. I think the graphics are extremely crisp and clean. Whilst I would acknowledge Last Ninja 3 graphics are better, technically, and they look amazing, Last Ninja 1 just looks really, really clean. And, and it's... Yeah, it's really beautiful for that because it's just these... Start not a contrast of colours, but a really sort of well-balanced set of colours. Um, particularly in the garden level where you've got all those flowers and stuff in the background. and It's just a beautiful game. And the music is, as well is beautiful. Um, and learning how to go through that for the first time. I actually played Last Ninja 2 first before I played Last Ninja 1 back in the day. Um, but yeah, learning how to play through Last Ninja 1 myself... Yeah, just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Awesome game. Mm, yeah, it's amazing. It's, again, atmosphere. I think that's why um, yeah. a lot of these games, uh, these top three games, uh, it's something about the Commodore 64 where such a simple system, um, atmosphere works so well when a game's done right. Not only does it feel very unique for the Commodore 64, but it also feels like a very unique um, experience. Hmm. And I think The Last Ninja is just encapsulates um, a sense of being in Japan. It feels like you're in the past. It feels like you're... I mean, the story is that the ninja, his clan's been murdered by the Shogun, mm. and he is mm-hmm. the last ninja, and the Shogun has um, stolen a uh, the ninja's scripts, I think, Magic or sacred scroll scrolls. or something, whatever it is. And yeah. you've got to go and take them away from the um, from the uh, from the uh, shogun, or go and rescue them from the shogun. So it's like a revenge story in a way, hmm. which makes it very interesting when you start the game. Um, and then yeah, it's like the whole package. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously it's a very hard game, 
So, um, but I think you kind of get swept away with everything else, which yeah. makes you kind of pro- really kind of stick to your guns and play through the game. Yeah. And I like the progression on this one because, yeah, okay, so Last Ninja 2 kind of like has this kind of weird sort of eighty story about the ninja being in New York and he's back with a vengeance, as the uh, tagline says, mm-hmm. to take out the Shogun again. And, I mean, the, my, my gripes to Last Ninja 3 is just I didn't actually like the, the, the whole elements thing. I think that's mm-hmm. just because I like the simplicity of the first mm-hmm. game so much. Yep. Um, but that's just me. Um, that's fair. I mean, it's the same as why I, you know, I didn't really enjoy the Last Ninja Two theme, and that's because yeah. I just didn't like the urban you sort like of the environment. Urban, yeah. but, but this one, I think, progression, the graphics, and the way it kind of progress, the game progresses is very fluid. So you start mm. in the wilderness, you go into the palace gardens, you get into the palace, you go through the dungeon, you get into the the inner sanctum. Like you, you feel like you're taking this journey with the ninja to infiltrate yep. the uh, shogun's yep. um, uh, castle and take him out. And yeah, the music is just incredible. Yeah, and really, I think sells the whole atmosphere because it really mm-hmm. puts you in the mood for playing the game and the game kind of washes over you because the soundtrack is so good yep. um, thank you to the late great Ben Dengleish and Anthony Lee uh, who did the soundtrack to this game um, so yeah I think and technically again for a game that came out of the Commodore 64 technically it's, a, it's an absolute marvel to look at the graphics are gorgeous mm-hmm. um and it really is iconic in the sense that there's so many isometric games out there, but there's not a lot of isometric games that kind of blend the arcade style of action, exploration, atmosphere. You know, it's just a very tight package. Yeah. Um, and, I and think groundbreaking. And groundbreaking. At the time. Yeah. And like you don't, you can't really get, you don't get anything else like it out there mm. either. Even mm-hmm. the time, like I think you said, John, you said it was very unique, and I think that's mm. the key thing. It's like it is a very unique game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why it's it's always the top of my list, and also like going to the whole package as well, like the actual package in the iconic ninja eyes, mm, yeah, as well. I mean, like that for me when I was a kid was so evocative, yeah. Mm. Um, and they kind of try to keep that theme going with the other box art, but it, yep. it didn't kind of. Last Ninja Two, I think, is a great box art, and weird seeing it now with the twin towers still on there shows you how mm. old it is, um, obviously. And mm. the Last Ninja Three. Box art's fine, but why would a ninja hold a sword on this on the actual sword and not the hilt? Oh, yeah. You know, artistic license. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the ninja eyes—that's so iconic, like and so simple. And I think that's comes down to this game as well. The simplicity is what makes it so good. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. I think you summed it up quite well. Mm. So that leaves us in a bit of a quandary. Oh my god. I know. Because. Uh, in first place we have The Last Ninja and Turrican 2 tied at 37 points Uh, we've never had this before no we've had a tie (laughs) have we yeah what did we do we, we just a called tie. Don't, don't ask Benassi yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we did not ask, ask the people, people. <laughs> um, in, in the beat-em-ups we had Streets of Rage 2 and uh, Remake as, are you sure yeah wasn't it they were tied mm-hmm. pretty oh. sure I don't know about that but you could be right your memory's better than mine so I'm going to go with you okay <laughs> um, but yeah either way first place we've got The Last Ninja with 37 points and first place we've got Tarikin 2 with 37 points and I'm okay with that Mm. I think they're both pretty bloody awesome. Mm-hmm. Then we have IK Plus at 34 points. We have Last Ninja 2 at 30 points. Last Ninja 3 at 28 points. Whizball 19. Archon 16. Way of the Exploding Fist 13. And Cannibalt 11. Wow. Mm. There you go. There it is. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good 
list actually mm. I'm I'm happy with that <laughs> I won't uh, be upset with any of you well, that's <laughs> as good. a result I didn't realise that was going to be a thing can we do quick honourable mentions very quickly I know we've gone over I time I think we have to be extremely very quickly quick. I'll just blurt out some of them like Bruce Lee one of the best platform games uh-huh. arguably on uh, Commodore 64 martial yep. arts and all that kind of stuff it's very simple very cute very fun mm-hmm. Barbarian it's surprising that we didn't talk about Barbarian or Barbarian wasn't yeah Barbarian there. is an Barbarian amazing game would've, Barbarian would have suffered the same way that gameplay way that wise yeah because like this is mm-hmm. about the headshots really I guess like, in Barbarian well, like 8 plus is the, the best yeah, one to talk yeah, to you yeah that's yeah. true so, but chopping yeah. people's heads off is pretty it's fun pretty good. it was what pretty cool yeah. and the music yeah. yeah, Dizzy games like I, you know, I Dizzy never got too those. much into the Dizzy games. Really? I maybe it's a UK. Thing I know a lot of people did massive back home, mm. Mm. but they were kind of Spectrum ports of the Commodore sixty four. So yeah, that's mm. oh, just a few off the top of my head. There you go, kept it quick. Okay. I've, I've got a quick honourable mentions, which is a really long list actually. <laughs> um, so these were my games that I was thinking of when I was initially doing my list. The Last Ninja, Archon, Turrican 2, IK+, Last Ninja 3, Last Ninja 2, Master of Magic, Might and Magic 2, Test Drive 2, Ninja, Demon Stalkers, Vampire, Last Ninja Remix, Labyrinth, Scarabius, 15, F-15, Strike Eagle, Pool of Radiance, Spy the Spy, Barbarian, Monty on the Run, Pit Stop 2, Monty Wizard's on. Lair... Boulder Dash Instruction Kit, Fist 2, Night and Grail, Cauldron, Io, Spellbound, Wizard's Crown. Stunt Car Racer as well. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Racer that was so yeah, yeah. good on the Commodore 64. Yep. That was a good honourable list, though. So. Anyone else kit? for quick honourable mentions? Yeah. So I had I had Paradroid. Mm. Uh, I had Pirates, Sid Meier's Pirates. Oh, yeah. I had Street Rods. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Impossible Mission. Uh, Maniac Mansion, Zach McCracken, I had Delta, Iridium, and I had Microprose Soccer. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, Iridium mm. was good. I remember Iridium. That was very good. Man, we played so much Microprose Soccer. Hmm. Um, <laughs> we had, like, World Cups. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. That's nice. Cool. Yep. And uh, we didn't really do... I, I completely forgot to be honest to do a um, social media vote Mm. Uh, yeah Mm. it's just been too busy so I completely forgot Uh, but Ben Benassik did submit his own top list (laughs) Um, so we have at least one discord person (laughs) the people Um, have spoken the people have spoken and he had IK plus at the top best Mm. multiplayer game on the system great music and great fist em up Cannibal as second place. He just says fucking great. Fair enough. Number three, Turrican 2. Best, best breast. Best run gun for the system. Number four, Last Ninja 2. Best music of the Last Ninja series. I disagree, but anyway. Number six, Way of the Exploding Fist. There you go. There you are. Awesome soundtrack and good fist em up. Number six, Last Ninja 3. Best intro of the Last Ninjas. Number seven, Last Ninja One, groundbreaking game. Number eight, Whizball, love a good bounce em up. That's a good description. And number nine, Archon, cool board game that doesn't highlight the system that well with music, graphics, or gameplay, which goes back to what Evan mentioned. Mm. And maybe a couple of other people mentioned as well. Uh, God Tier. I, I just let that out there for a little bit. Mm. God tier Hessian, I think it's oh, pronounced. 
theme that should be in the top nine, but I discovered too late. What is it? I don't that's know. new. It's uh, a game that he a, likes. It was made like in the last year or so. Okay. Uh, so mm. there you go. There's, there's a lot of like. There's loads you know, of if we're going to allow Banasic type games, I would have put Prince of Persia in there too. Mm. But there, there's a lot of new games on the yeah. Commodore 64, and, yeah. and there's a lot. So mm. that's it. We're done. Uh, I think we are happy with just leaving it as, as a tie. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two Once awesome again, games. Last Ninja 37, Turrican 2 37, IK Plus 34, Last Ninja 2 30, Last Ninja 3 28, Whizball 19, Archon 16, Way of the Exploding Fist 13, and Cannibal 11. And that is it. Mm. We are done. Thanks so much to Ben Campbell for not only being on the podcast, but for hosting us at 1989 Arcade. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. This is pretty cool to be in an arcade and drink beer Mm. and do a podcast. Yeah, well, Mm. whenever, guys, you're more than welcome. Mm. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, people come to... 1989. Please, it's a fun place. please come to 99. We're open from Thursday to Sunday. Is that your new jingle? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> please come to 1989. Open from Thursday to Sunday. And Probably Saturday from and 1 p.m. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Saturday <laughs> from 1 p.m. You can book online at www.989.com. Au. Au. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Um, thank you for correcting me with my own <laughs> lack of being able to promote my own Someone business. Had to. Oh, dear. Someone had uh. to. And thanks to Evan for also being a special guest. Uh, and also thanks to the listeners for listening. Don't you thank mean you, the readers? Thank, thank you, readers. Sorry, and the readers. Yes, you, you know better than <laughs> I do. Dropping the ball. I know. <laughs> Dropping those balls. Uh, yes, thanks for listening, readers, to Game the System podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System Discord at gamethesystem.co slash discord. Mm. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. Please rate us on iTunes because that's pretty cool. Mm. Go to 1989 Arcade Bar in Newtown, Sydney. Please. Yep. It's a cool place to hang out. Uh, that's it. Thank you very much and goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Right. <laughs>